0: eating raw rye. no oh oh no you gotta love that asmr (laughs) he's doing it it inspired me when i saw oh my
1: gosh that is wrong that Mm. oh the world is getting crazier People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is
2: tomorrow, to- tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gonzales as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk.
0: You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is June 15th, 2020. Uh, Episode 208, and this week, Corona-Rona-Ramen 322 Quantum Time Travel. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really just smashed everything into that title there, but Corona-Rona-Ramen 322 Quantum Time Travel. I don't know how else we could put it, Gans. That just about sums it all up. By the way, my name's
1: Basil. I think we're done with the show based on the title. Sums it up. (laughs) Uh, I do want to say a quick happy birthday to my pops happy birthday pops i think birthday, he's, uh, think he's uh, 68 going going wow. strong so it's getting up there very healthy very vibrant yes uh but yeah happy birthday dad he's ready to fight the looters uh, yes have All you ever s- watched have
0: you ever seen your dad get into a fist fight before
1: no yeah. no i haven't me neither no. Yeah, but I haven't seen that.
0: <laughs> I just, uh, I had a buddy who t- was telling me a story about how he watched his dad
1: get in a fist fight. And I was oh. trying to think of just how strange that would be <laughs> for I'm sure there's, uh, you know, if you're a, a kid of a MMA fight or something, then, then oh, you have seen a yeah, lot. Oh, you yeah, know? that would be exciting. I yeah. don't know if I could handle that. But
0: anyways... That's not what this show is about, Gons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, What was it? Last show was last Thursday, huh? So it's been a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, longer since the last show than usual. Yes. Um, more, kind of more the same, but we've got some very interesting things to dive into uh, this episode. Uh, anything exciting happen in the past four days that you that you just must tell everybody?
1: No. <laughs> no, not, nothing nothing exciting. We should just no, get on makes with it. it. Easy. That makes it easy. Well, yeah,
0: yeah and we do want to give a, a fair warning because it is uh, Gonza's dad's birthday today. You're going to have to go to birthday dinner. So yes. I would say that we're this would be a short show, but really it's just going to be a regular reasonably length show. Not yeah, one of these <laughs> super extended shows that we've been doing
1: recently. I think we've just been over delivering with the amount of time we've been like we we'll sit on and get on the live stream, look at the clock, and it's almost three hours, and we're going. Oh, it's crazy. This I this know. show used to be a half hour. Can you believe that? I know twenty nine minutes. We twenty nine
0: minutes. We used to very sp purposefully uh, keep it at twenty nine minutes. It was it was a different time, Gons.
1: A different time when when uh, yeah, half the country was wasn't burning and yes, everything else
0: before the uh, the pandemic and everything. It just took a took, you know, this big hullabaloo for us to start doing long shows. But so there you go. Today will be a little bit shorter than usual, but I, still enough to technically be a show. Yes. Um speaking of show guns, you want to start out with the flippy update.
1: Are we going to do the thing, the little little thing from the last episode or are we going to just go ahead and go right into it? What's the little thing from the last episode? About the the
0: the uh, bulldozer. I'm going to do this Oh, yeah, let's do it after a Flippy Update.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Or do you want to do it now? No. No.
2: Do you want fries with that? Okay,
0: Ch- Gonz. Changing things up on me, bro. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's just so hard to start the show without the Flippy Update. It really s- it sets the I know. tone. okay. And today... Now, for those who don't know, if you're new to the show, Flippy is uh, the name for the burger flipping robot uh, that is quickly taking all of our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. But we also use uh, Flippy as the sort of the proxy conversation for how robots are weaseling their way into our lives in ways that we might not uh, be expecting to be too dangerous, but sort of extending out that conversation to uh, help protect us from the evils of skynet now uh this one's from rooters.com robot to safely swab for coronavirus developed by scientists in denmark i thought we were gonna do this one during the corona section i decided i wanted to do it now it's Ah, just the better one
1: just you're throwing me off all over the place
0: keeping you on your toes man somebody's (laughs) got to keep you on your toes The article reads, Danish researchers have developed a fully automated robot that can take coronavirus swabs so that healthcare professionals are not exposed to the risk of infection. Researchers from Southern University of Denmark and Lifeline Robotics hope their prototype swab robot uh, can soon be deployed to relieve health professionals of the potentially risky task of testing patients. When a patient presents an ID card, the robot prepares a sampling kit, performs the swab, and puts the sample in a container ready for testing, explains Theusius Rajith Savarimuthu, professor of robotics at SDU. I got to say, I think I did a pretty good job with that name. Uh, In a video, Savarimuthi tested the robot on himself. He positioned his face with his chin in a plastic frame, opened his mouth wide, and allowed a robotic arm to stick a swab into the back of his throat and rotate it. The robot, powered by artificial intelligence why <laughs> he uses cameras to find the right part of the throat and is programmed to swab it gently, the developers explained. Quote, you get exactly the same procedure repeated again and again, which will give better quality of the samples, Savary Muthu said. Uh, quote, there's going to be a global demand, a global need for more testing, more automated testing to protect and shield those who are in the front line, said chief executive of Lifeline Robotics, uh, Soren Stig. So, you know, this this uh, coronavirus testing, as we all know, as the president uh, so poetically sort of explained to us, jams this little swab basically through your nose, almost into your brain. Uh, very uncomfortable from the reports that I've heard, uh, very easy to mess up and hurt somebody. Um, but now, luckily, guns, we don't need any pesky doctors, you know, practicing medicine on us. Now we can just have the robots do it. Um, yeah. And here's where I thought that this was uh, potentially, uh, you know, deserves to be in the flippy update. A, it's a nice little robot arm sticking things in your nose. Uh, two, what's your mouth? You know, it does it go in your mouth? Yeah.
1: And okay. showing the video it's, here, it's like, it's, it, yeah, the guy's got his mouth open and it goes in, looks, I mean, you know, whatever, it's great, but also if you make the AI robot mad, it can just pierce <laughs> yeah, your throat into your with, brain and
0: into just with the mind. yeah, with my record with uh, robots. I don't know if
1: I want <laughs> it. This it just looks like me. a really bad idea. Like a really like a horror movie torture device is what it looks like.
0: <laughs> I know. Even the like camera uh, feed that you get from it looks like a saw movie. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's but it's funny because it It's literally Flippy, but instead of a spatula, it's a swab. (laughs) They just (laughs) repurposed the original Flippy. Yeah. Um, But here's what I thought was interesting: here, roboticizing this um, this process. I think they say it right there, you know, makes it more available. It's going to be more widespread. You're going to have these happening everywhere. And as we've discussed through Flippy, through Miso Robotics, who put a little terminal at the opening of the caliberger restaurant that would, you know, f- facially recognize you and uh, take your temperature and register that you were there, that sort of thing, which is already sort of uh, along the lines of, you know, being a little bit too invasive. You know, I don't know. I could see a world where there's just a little robot arm outside of every business, and you got to let it stick something down your throat before you're allowed to go uh, buy your cheeseburger, man.
1: Yeah, not good. Uh, Somebody in the chat was mentioning that the US was hit by a major DDoS attack today, and I just pulled it up, and certainly we should probably hit that article, but we'll do it after the the second flippy update here that you have. eat real meat in the uh, in the chat <laughs> it says swabby
0: it's fl- swabby I like flippy's it. younger brother swabby yeah um, you want to do this this other original flippy update or this other update the bulldozer uh, let's, let's update let's do
1: the let's do the other flippy update real quick okay
0: Here's your one fries with that
1: the other Flippy
0: update, Gons. You mentioned last uh, show that you were you were missing the the other Flippy update, the one that connects. A, a robotic arm to one's body to give you a yes. third appendage. And uh, lucky for you here at techexplore.com. Actually, this uh, article was given to us um, through a user in uh, canarycry.community, a great place to connect with other Canary Cry people just like you. And I think it was Gary, if I remember correctly. Um, let me look. Ye- nope, it was Stand Up for Christ. Uh, right. Who sent us this? So thank you, Stand Up for Christ, over in uh, Canary Cry Community. Um, here we go. Let me open it up. Oh no, what have I done? Here we go. A supernumerary robotic arm adds functionality for carrying out. Common tasks. A team of researchers at Universite de Sherbrooke, with assistance from a group at Exonetique Incorporated, has created a wearable supernumerary robotic arm that adds functionality for common human tasks. In their paper published in IEEE Spectrum, The group describes their robotic arm, its abilities, and their plans for expanding its functionality. They got a little uh, video there, Gons, Um, and I'll just explain it real quick. It's uh, a little robotic arm that attaches to your butt, and somebody else can (laughs) control it. And so you get a third appendage that uh, you and a friend can do some chores together uh, by having your friend control your little butt arm. Um, Pretty (laughs) impressive piece of machinery, but... uh, I don't know, this would, this, we need one of these guns for all the the controlling, the manual controlling that we have to do uh, to, con- to to do this broadcast. This would help, you know, you set up an extra little mouse over there, then I can just control your third arm and help uh, produce the show from your side. The
1: butt bot, as somebody in the chat mm-hmm. said. And it, <laughs> so you know, it's slippy, so funny. swabby, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it reminded me of a... Uh, Old South Park episode that may not be appropriate to play the whole thing, but I'll I'll play a piece of it because it just it ah, it just reminded me. Speaking of other people controlling the arm in this particular episode, it's a very early episode of the show South Park. The aliens control know, the probe. My mom doesn't let me watch South Park. Uh, okay, you're one of those kids. Yeah. Okay, I'll try to I'll try to censor it, but uh, here's here's the scene where um. Cartman realizes that he has a uh, alien probe attached to uh, part oh, of his yeah, body. Oh, yeah, this
2: is
0: early, isn't
1: it? Yeah. I'm
0: There we go. Whoa. Good catch. That was catch. close. That was close. Good catch Gons. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, it looks like they took the idea right from South Park. Wow. There I wonder, you go. I, you know, I they you know, Simpsons uh predicts the future consistently. Yes. yes. I wonder if anybody's keeping an eye on uh keeping an eye on South Park. I uh, mean, that'd they be really terrifying called this one.
1: <laughs> robot arms coming out of your booty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be pretty terrifying if they had all the predictions correct cuz they're, uh, you know, and stop watching after a few years, but pretty pretty bad stuff on that show. But anyway, um yeah, so great. Robot arm that comes out of your body. There butt. you go. Perfect.
0: Flippy. A lot of flippy updates today. You know, it's doing the shows three times a week. Uh we kind of got ahead of flippy news and suddenly there's all this very important flippy news that is uh important
1: to all of our daily lives. It'd be a good workout. Uh you can tell on the video that the person that's Got the arms strapped on them, they have to use a little bit of balance to try to, to control, you know, because the arms <laughs> are yeah, just it's keeps a good moving. Core around. Workout. Yeah, it's a good core workout. Uh, I'm sure, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> for all you workout people out there trying to figure there out how to work out, blast your core. Blast your
0: core. Um, with the robot. Okay, we have another quick update. Do you want to do this one?
1: Sure. So we got an email. Uh, our last episode was titled. Chaz, america getting crazy and one of the stories uh, the reason why our our uh what is it the uh thumbnail for the show was a tractor or a, a big bulldozer was mm-hmm. because of the story about the bible prophecy or trump tr- what was it i can't remember the name of the thing now i'm trying the to look for the bulldozer trump prophecy yeah 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 and we, we were i think you had mentioned like hey what's the the Bible verse based on this whole thing. <laughs> chapter and, uh, and
0: verse. I, I had just never heard the Trump bulldozer prophecy, so we wanted to know. <laughs> Trump I bulldozer I sort of Bible facetiously prophecy. asked for chapter and verse, but somebody, this is great, man. We got producers all over the show, you know, all over the world. You guys aren't just listeners, you're producers, and a good, God bless you, producer, who actually put the legwork in on finding the Trump bulldozer prophecy for us.
1: Yeah, and apparently it has to do with a, a an old prophecy from 2012 or what's being labeled a prophecy. Mm-hmm. And this article here, God called Trump a bulldozer. Why? And uh, uh, we'll just play the clip here. Basically a woman wrote a letter to this show that was on a few years ago in 2012 Saying that uh, you know that, that she had a dream of, or a vision was it? Was it a dream or a vision? It was Either a way.
0: dream of a bulldozer blasting through the White House.
1: Right, but it was in context to hey the you know uh, Washington was being taken over the new world order antichrist one world government it was here. But then he saw a bulldozer or she I think saw a bulldozer and this was um, the alleged prophet uh, who was interpreting this dream here.
0: Wow. Well, that dream, that that particular dream is obviously a a dream about the last day. So it tends to be more on the the vision side of things, even though there's symbolism in it. The great thing is this, the the bulldozer. Now, you may not think the bulldozer is a great thing. The great thing is is the bulldozer because you're seeing man's plans and you're seeing God saying, but I have a plan that will bulldoze right through the
1: plans of men. There you go. So that's, I think, where the Trump bulldozer Bible prophecy comes from. It's a good find to yeah. our producer. What was his name? I can't remember his name. Was it Chris?
0: Uh, I think I opened up the email and of course I closed the email. We should find <laughs> it though. Let's give him a quick shout out here. First names only. Um, am I on the right email address? No, I'm
1: not. It's Christopher. Yeah. Christopher. Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. For, Thank uh, you very much, Christopher for digging that up. That. And he also dug up the, a, a few clips of Jonathan bell. Who's a, uh, uh one of my our favorite guy the, here. Melt the babies melt those into babies
0: candles. Into candles.
1: This is Jonathan <laughs> You found him. We tracked him down. <laughs> we tracked him down, yeah. So uh, so there yes, go.
0: there was a man, there's a story last week about a man who was driving a bulldozer into town. Uh, he called the police, I believe, to just warn them that so he was coming and said, I am I am the Trump bulldozer prophecy and uh, went on a <laughs> Allegedly, high-speed bulldozer chase with the cops, uh, claiming that yeah. he was the prophecy. So he, he there you go. Took it a little too too literal. See yeah. what
1: happens when you're too little literal with the translations.
0: I know there's that's a lesson to be happened. learned somewhere in there. Yeah. All right, guns, we have one more update before we get into
1: the news stuff. Yes, and this is a meme. <laughs>
0: Um, this wasn't the update I was talking about, but yes, we can hit that one too.
1: <laughs> We're just totally off off I rhythm know. today. It's okay. Uh, We're having okay. fun. Well, this went viral over the weekend. It was, uh, it's a guy who looks, I mean, the way he's dressed is fantastic. He's got the white t-shirt, uh, kind of got a, a light stash going. Uh, it looks like your quintessential guy in a basement type of deal. Uh-huh. And he's, uh, he's the great part about this clip. You have to see it if you're just listening. You have to watch the clip to really get the full view of what's going on. But he's eating a raw ramen. Just you can hear the yeah. crunching. A uh, Maruchan ramen. Yeah, raw. Maruchan ramen. It's good. Uh, you can see him uh, dusting the MSG on there, which is my favorite part of the video. Delicious. But he's, he's making a fantastic point. Uh, based on a CNN clip of Cuomo, and then pulling up some uh, some First Amendment stuff here. So I'm going to play the 15 second TikTok video, and you guys can you guys can watch it. For those of you watching, for those of you listening, go find the video to get the full effect.
2: And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. And please.
1: It's the- the
0: First Amendment, you just gotta look it up, Mr. Cuomo. <laughs>
1: Come on, Mr. Cuomo. Come on,
0: Cuomo. Now, Guns, did you ever yes. eat raw ramen as a kid? No,
1: no, oh, that, that is blasphemy a to big my part people. Part of my
0: life was just eating no. raw ramen. No, oh, oh, no, <laughs> oh, you mm. gotta love that ASMR.
1: <laughs> He's doing oh. it,
0: it You're... inspired me when I saw oh, this. My guy. I it. That... Mm. Oh my gosh, that is wrong.
1: That, oh.
0: Okay, sorry. I'm Basil. sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm We're going to get some emails about that one. I apologize, <laughs> everybody.
1: They're going to call you racist. Here's what I have to say to you.
2: Look it
0: up. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Now I got a bunch of dry noodles in my mouth. All right. Do you have um, the update jingle? We got one more update. Uh, yeah, hold on. We interrupt this broadcast to give you a brief update. By the end of this timely interruption, you will be
2: thoroughly updated.
0: Okay, here we go. An update, very important update, gons, cuz this was uh, this comes from the very first year that we started doing the show. 2012 uh, and here we go, newyorkpost.com uh, article titled Alternate Reading of Mayan Calendar. Remember the Mayan Calendar? <laughs> Barely. Barely. Alternate <laughs> Reading of Mayan Calendar suggests end of the world is next week. Whoa, oh, no. somebody That's had it. This wrong. week. I know. Uh, If you thought COVID-19, civil unrest, locusts, volcanic eruptions, and hurricanes signaled Armageddon, you may be right. Oh, look at that. The reading of the Mayan calendar was wrong, according to a conspiracy theory on Twitter. And... How is the Mayan calendar a conspiracy theory? Let's break that down. A conspiracy, meaning that a group of people conspiring to carry out a plan and theory, meaning, uh, you know, a, a collection of ideas yet to be proven. I'm not sure the Mayan calendar is a conspiracy theory. But anyways, let's keep going. The reading of the Mayan calendar was wrong, according to a conspiracy theory on Twitter, and while the world didn't end on December 21st, 2012, as originally prophesied by calendar readers, Mayan Doomsday is sometime this week or next. Sometime. Uh, Following the Julian calendar, we are technically in 2012. The number of days lost in a year due to the shift into Gregorian calendar is 11 days. For 268 years, using the Gregorian calendar, uh, times 11 days, 2,948 days, 2,948 days divided by 365 days per year is eight years. Scientist Paolo Tagaloglin tweeted last week, according to The Sun, the stories of tweets has since been deleted. Oh, if Tagaloglan Ooh. is correct, adding up all the missed days, then the Mayan doomsday is this week. In 2012, doomsday theorists were convinced the world was ending on December 21st and hordes of believers flocked to Mayan sites in Mexico and Guatemala, only to be left disappointed and dirty due to the lack of sanitation at ancient Mayan pyramids. So there you go, Guns. We're, we're on the second round here. It's
1: the, the second wave of the uh, Mayan calendar uh, predictions coming through. You know what we never followed up on? Because we did a show based on the whole 2012, December 21st uh, thing that everyone was talking about at the time. And there mm-hmm. was a guy, we, we reviewed all the different claims, especially a lot of the New Agers. And there's a lot of ascension talk that all oh, the the shift from the galactic wave is going to hit us all. And we're all going to uh, mm-hmm. evolve into higher species in that very moment and all this kind of stuff. And there was one guy who said that he was he was out in, I think it was the, the deserts of Arizona. And he said that there's a portal that's going to open off like some kind of plateau thing that he's, that he was standing on and that right at that time, he's going to jump off of the plateau yeah. and go into the portal. And we were like, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. Whoa. That was so early on. That's crazy. Super early. Yeah. That was a long time ago where we talked about that, but it was 2012 when we started the show. But yeah, hopefully that guy is still around and he came to his senses or at least a uh, didn't see the portal open and decided not to jump. Yeah. Or, I
0: hope that's okay.
1: If the guy ever, if you're alive out there, contact us. We're worried about you. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't see this article and you know, Oh, <laughs> finally the portal shall open. <laughs> Maybe this time, you know, he was so, only eight years off. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what? Let's, let's do this story real quick because, uh, somebody mentioned it and I think it's worth bringing up. Okay. Illuminatus. This is actually, I'm going to move this in here. This is heavy.com, your greatest trusted source. (laughs) Anonymous tweets US hit by major DDoS attack on June 15th. That's today. Following a massive cell phone service outage that affected hundreds of thousands, T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint customers on Monday, that hacktivist group Anonymous tweeted that it was a result of a major DDoS attack, or DDoS, however you want to say it, Mm -hmm. Uh, DDoS, which is short for distributed denial of service attack is an attempt to make an online service unavailable by overwhelming it with traffic from multiple sources. They target a wide variety of important resources from banks to news websites, flooding it with too much information to operate and forcing a major challenge to customers or people wanting to publish or access important information. Anonymous tweeted out a digital map that appeared to show the various types of attacks happening between America and the rest of the world on Monday. And there's a little tweet here. It's got all the uh, lines coming from all over the world, all hitting the United States all at once. Uh, Anonymous tweeted, quote, the source of the DDoS attack on the U.S. is currently unknown. We speculate it may be China as the situation between South and North Korea is currently deteriorating. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Anonymous that was doing it.
2: It oh was no. a misleading, no, they just misleading. called it out.
1: MalwareTech, uh, malware tech, however, refuted Anonymous's claim. They tweeted, this site shows a random sample of global DDoS traffic badly plotted on a world map. It does not indicate an attack against the US. It lacks context to make any interference at all, other than DDoS attacks are happening all day, every day. That's the immediate thought that I had when I when I saw the somebody mention it in the chat that hey, DDoS attacks on the US and like just websites in general, that happens all day, every single day to like every yeah. single website ever.
0: Well, yeah, and that was part of the problem with the whole Russia hacking investigation was, you know, they were so worried that there was – or they were claiming that there was a Russian uh, probe, uh, Russian hackers hacking into the DNC. But, I mean, there's probably some Russian hacker – pinging every one of us all every single day. I mean, pretty right. much every computer will yeah. get uh, pinged by some sort of hacker every day. It doesn't mean that they get hacked. It just means someone's, you know, checking in, seeing if you're uh, shooting if you're the darts.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how much more we should read of this quote without knowing the exact destinations other than they're within the U S no conclusions can be made. MalwareTech tech tweeted the U S is the world leader in hosting this hosting this could be a bunch of unrelated DDoS attacks against random US hosted websites. Maps like this are nothing but marketing eye candy. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh
1: it wasn't just the major mobile networks that reported outages on Monday. Down detectors showed customers reporting with Twitch, Comcast, Facebook, and Instagram. Hmm. Uh T-Mobile was hit the hardest with outages issued based on customer reports. A lot of it on the east eastern side of the United States, according to this uh heat map that i'm looking at here from a tweet of course that's a you know not necessarily a reliable source here um down detector received reports from over (laughs) i think that's a million customers uh they might (sighs) i think it was a typo because it's it's one zero 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 comma zero 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 so it's either a hundred thousand customers or a million either way Complaining of not being able to make phone calls and frustrated T-Mobile phone users shared their issues on Twitter. At least they can still get on Twitter.
2: Yeah, that worked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The issues appeared to start around 2.45 p.m. Eastern time, mainly affecting customers in southeastern states uh, before spreading to other uh, areas of the country. Customer complaints caused T-Mobile to become the number one trending term on Twitter. Okay, so people mad. Uh, service down. Um, Here you go. There you go. I I don't think there's much to it other than the headlines saying anonymous tweets US hit by major DDoS attack. I don't know. just feels like anonymous trying to...
0: Yeah, but also well, and who knows, you know, of course, an anonymous uh, Twitter account could be anybody who just makes a Twitter account and calls it anonymous. So who knows? Also, a major... DDoS attack on the United States doesn't make any sense necessarily. I mean, yeah. I guess unless it's focused on United States companies, but then it's, right. I would say, the target is those particular companies. Uh, this is just not really how that works. You don't DDoS a country. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I could be wrong. Um Sure. But, okay, sounds good. You want to hear about some uh, some race wars? The race wars. Race wars. Race war. I've warned you and warned you
1: and warned you. <laughs> warned. Warned you, warned. We've you, warned. been warned.
0: So, uh, of course, uh, protests and uh, looting and rioting and damage has continued over the weekend. Here we are on finance.yahoo.com. Wendy's restaurant set on fire in Atlanta after African American man killed by police at drive-through. Yikes, man! Through the drive-through, come on. But let's look into it. Uh, the Wendy Co. restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia, which became the site of the killing of a Rashard Brooks on Friday, was set on fire Saturday. What happened? Authorities in Atlanta have announced a $10,000 reward for information on the suspect who had started the fire. On Friday, the Wendy's restaurant became the site of a struggle between Brooks, 27, and two police officers who were sent uh, to the restaurant after a call, complaining about a vehicle blocking the drive through. The car appear- appeared to belong to Richard Brooks, who fell asleep at the wheel of his car. When the police tried to arrest him, Brooks grabbed a taser from one of the officers and ran. The police chased and then killed him, reported the Atlanta Journal Constitution, a local newspaper. The death of Brooks, Afro-American Afro-American man. Is that a new term? Afro is is it supposed to mean the same thing as African American man? I got to learn.
1: I got to yeah, learn what that means.
0: Afro-American man Maybe. Uh, at the hands of white police officers comes as Atlanta saw the third consecutive weekend of protests over George Floyd, an African-American man killed by white policemen on Memorial Day. Uh, why it matters. A spokesperson for Atlanta Fire said that the conflagration could not be contained as it was not safe to get to the area when it first began, reported the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Garrett Rolf, the officer who fatally shot Brooks, has been terminated, while the second officer involved in the incident, Devin Bronson, has been put on administrative duty. Uh, protesters took over Atlanta's busy downtown connector, forcing the shutdown of the roadway on Friday night. Georgia NAACP, a civil rights organization, demanded the termination of Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shields, who resigned on Saturday, but will continue to remain employed by the city in an undetermined role. Rodney Bryant Uh, Will act as the interim chief until a new appointment is made. Wendy's price action. And then, of course, because it's finance.yahoo, they got to give a little (laughs) little stock tip here. Wendy's shares traded 0.18% lower at $21.70 in an after-hours session on Friday. The shares had closed the regular session two points higher at 21.74. Uh, so there you go, but yeah, I don't know. This is a this is a weird one. This is the kind of thing we're gonna be kind of running into more often now, um, you know. And we're just gonna be going from this article and assume that the reporting is correct. And if the reporting is correct, sounds like this guy, you know, f- fell asleep for some reason in the drive-through, and when confronted by cops, he took one of their tasers and ran, which you know. <sighs> You just can't do that. <laughs> you just can't <laughs> take well, a weapon
1: from a cop and run. Did you see some of the footage of uh, this incident I on your social media? You, I did not see it. I, I watched some of it and a couple different angles and stuff. And yeah, I mean, you don't always have to shoot shoot the guy, but it, it, for sure, he deserved some kind of uh, uh, aggressive action from the police. You know, if you're, it's one thing to be pulled over for. Being drunk and driving. Uh, but it's another thing to to uh, avoid re- or, or uh, resist arrest for one, but then also, yeah, take the cop's taser and and just. He, 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 yeah, and I see asking people in for the it. chat.
0: I, I have not seen the video. I don't know exactly what looked at. I'm seeing people in the chat saying he actually aimed the taser at
1: a cop. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was bad. You just can't do it, man. You can't do you it. Just can't you just can't do it. Even if you're an Afro American. Which people in the chat are saying Afro is a hairstyle, not a
0: skin color. Well, but. yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not the authority on what that means. The, but Yahoo seems to think it's the correct way to refer to this man. Maybe the one thing that I Afro. noticed. Who
1: knows? Well, I think he, he kind of. I don't know. But anyway, he. Uh, the one thing that I noticed was, especially on the twitters, people saying like, "Oh, they could rebuild the Wendy's, but a life is lost." You know, and certainly that's a point because people are saying, "Oh, another Wendy's burning down" or whatever. The one thing that I, I thought was interesting, I hadn't really seen anybody mention it, but uh, so, so here's some video footage for those of you watching of the Wendy's burning, and I don't know if you know this, but, or notice it, but it's uh, in between the camera guy, the, the person holding the phone, mm-hmm. and the Wendy's that's burning is a gas station. Yeah. So, uh, okay, have you seen Zoolander, Basil? <laughs> Do you remember when that gas station blows up and Zoolander Gasoline and all his buddies fight. die? Yeah.
0: Wake I just don't think before you go,
1: go. If you're making a point about, you know, racial injustice or social uh, injustice or whatever it is, and you're trying to make a point and you're trying to, you know, you burn down a Wendy's. All right, fine. You know, not even fine, but okay. I understand, I guess you know, the anger or whatever, another black man shot by a cop. But don't do it in front of a gas station where it can blow up and kill like <laughs> hundreds of, th- I mean, I don't know. I just, to me, it's just Situational uh, awareness. Yeah. Situational awareness. Don't, don't burn down the one that's Look next to the for, gas yes, station. Look out
0: for <laughs> other threats when you're lighting your favorite uh, restaurant on fire. What did the Wendy's do to deserve this? Well, I guess they called the cops. I guess somebody could
1: say that. Well, yeah. That's what well, you get. Plus the, uh, you know, the whole, you can get into the whole GMO conversation which is always kind of weird you know the <laughs> part of this isn't the, the interesting part of the i don't know you see all these different angles from people what i've noticed is that oh you know we're, we're burning it down but also because hey they deserve to be burned down uh they kept the uh the poor people sick with their gmo foods and and that kind of thing so i've seen a lot of different sentiments on this and uh so i don't know i just think it's dumb to burn it down when it's next to a gas station. Like you're not thinking, you're not thinking. Okay. And I think they actually, sh- they caught video of a girl doing it, or at least a girl that was part of trying to light the, the one on fire. So yeah, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a white girl too. So nah, of course. Yeah. Of it's,
0: course. Uh,
1: yeah. Getting all the, what? getting people all riled up based Is she on a race Wendy's and,
0: plant. Was her name
1: Wendy? <laughs> that, that would make it extra interesting. <laughs> that would make it Hot very, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. What else you got? Let's see. We have a Chaz update. in the zone. Capitol Hill. Auto zone. Chaz. Thanks. <laughs> this is I'm going to be sad no? when
0: Chaz disappears and we don't get to use that jingle anymore.
1: Oh, we can always reference back to it. <laughs> this is noqreport.com. Clearly a very biased article. OAN's Jack Posobiec spends three days in the Chaz. I like how he's I think it's they say pronounced the posibic. Chaz. Posobiec? I think. Okay. Uh, he spends three days in the Chaz, exposes ongoing lies. Mm-hmm. The warlord of Seattle's Capitol Hill autonomous zone, Chaz, also known as the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest, CHOP. Have you heard this CHOP? No,
0: I have not heard CHOP. CHOP I haven't is heard either.
1: CHOP it up. Uh, Knew he had someone filming his exploits Sunday night and early Monday morning. Raz Simone, the Seattle rapper whose gun-toting group of security officers uh, officers combed the streets of the Chaz at night, kept seeing videos popping up on his phone of his team's activities. There was a field source that had infiltrated the Chaz who was sharing unflattering videos of the happenings in the anarcho-communist six-block section of Seattle, to one American news reporter, Jack Possobic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the warlord couldn't identify who it was, as it turns out. Wow, they just keep calling him a warlord. <laughs> at least it, they parenthesized it the first time.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting point when uh, when it was made the first time, you know, there's a power vacuum due to no police, and then of course whoever's got the guns fills the power vacuum, and that's where the uh, the warlord moniker came out, and now it's sticking apparently. Right.
1: As it turned out, it was Posebic, I'm gonna pronounce his name different every time, himself. He and a fellow undercover journalist had been living in the Chaz since Friday, documenting everything mainstream media refuses to report. According to mainstream media, there are no armed security people patrolling the streets or shaking down anyone they believe gets out of line. Posobiec.
0: No, <laughs> re- it's Posibiec.
1: Okay. Posobiec <laughs> revealed oh there actually are such security measures that include armed Antifa members to go along with Simone's crew. According to mainstream media, the Chaz is more like a version of Coachella with live music and street art, a truly festive atmosphere. As Posebick reported, "This is mostly true during the day when mainstream media cameras are rolling. At night, it's completely uh, it's completely different story. Uh, okay, at night it's completely different story. But at night, the narrative is is difficult to capture because anyone with a camera out is instantly mobbed by people asking questions and attempting to block off filming. Mm. Like Democrats and mainstream media, many living in the Chaz do not want the truth getting out."
0: <laughs> so, I'm assuming this is a f- far right. Super right wing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
1: OAN. Um, horrible situations were revealed throughout the journalist's uh, final night in Seattle. A break in and attempted arson of a local business owner. An accused thief attacked and searched before being further assaulted. Rampant drug use. Unspeakable sanitation issues. Quote unquote medics who shield assaults rather than treat the assaulted. These are just some of the things revealed by Posibic in his flurry of videos posted, uh, uh, posted to Twitter and live streamed from Periscope. And uh, there's some tweets showing some of his reporting there. And uh, some people getting uh, Raz chasing people down. Mm-hmm. And um, what else is there? Uh, Raz ordered the accused thief uh, bag search. Uh, it's pretty, yeah. pretty intense.
0: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting to see the back and forth about what's actually happening in the Chaz. And of course, you know, you'd actually have to go there. Marry, <laughs> marry me, Basil, in the in the chat, uh, you know, asked if I would be going doing some boots on the ground in the Chaz. If I was closer... Uh, I probably would. I'd, I'd be down going, checking it out. It sounds like it actually might be a little dangerous pulling out cameras and stuff there. So might have to be a little sneaky with my recording equipment, but I would consider going there. Uh, Seattle's a little bit, just a little bit too far to make it a, an easy journey. But you know, if somebody wants to buy the plane ticket, I might go check it out. Um, I got some people I could stay with up there. Um, But, you know, it's been really hard to fully suss out what's going on uh, in the Chas, which is actually part of the reason why I would be interested in going myself. Um, because, you know, I s- had some people send me, uh, some, you know, I, uh, p- uh, boots on the ground, not, they weren't going there for me, but they went there to go check it out on their own and took some pictures and they did kind of a, a satirical write-up about it. Cause they took a bunch of pictures and then, um, this person was making the case that it's not as Dangerous or wild in there, uh, as the mainstream would have us think, or certain you know other right-leaning things. The, the big thing is that the the mainstream wants it to sound dangerous because they want to keep the status quo. That's the biggest thing here. It's not a right versus left. It's a you know a power struggle between the current status quo power system and. Um, you know, the, all these alternatives popping up. But the long story short was in this particular set of photos that was sent to me, it'd be like a picture of a child on a scooter uh, with his mom or something. And the, the comp, the, uh, Oh, what's the word? Not the comment, but the, the caption would be like, look at this far left uh, Antifa militant training his <laughs> alternative transportation to take down the man and destroy capitalism. And then it'd be like a picture of a nice, you know, painting of a flower somebody did. Look at these anarchist anarchic symbols of hatred. Uh anyways, uh, they're making fun of the the sort of inflammatory language getting pushed around uh, about what may or may not be going on in the chest. And the reality of it is that it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. It's probably, you know, just normal, you know, people walking around looking at the graffiti and you know hanging out, not doing anything interesting. And then, of course, there probably are the reports of uh, you know the the warlord gangs uh, trying to keep the peace in their own special way. So
1: well, it's like anything. one side of the the barricaded off Chaz location, whatever, can be very peaceful. You know, on one side of town and the other side, there could be some, some stuff going on where it's a little more violent and whatever. So yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. Obviously that's the thing with cameras, you know, it's just one perspective. It's
0: whatever you get, you get what you you get get. when it comes to the cell
1: phone cameras. Uh, apparently Posebic and his partner, they're going to be putting together a documentary to expose all the things mainstream media and democratic politicians refuse to tell us about the Chaz. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there you go. Obviously very right leaning on this perspective, but you know, there is something to be said about documenting things going on at night. Cause there is uh, obviously it's probably a little more dangerous at nighttime. If you're trying yeah, to walk like around anywhere and film else it. And in
0: the United yeah, like States, anywhere
1: else in the, in the world. world. We
0: yeah. have some people chanting for us to uh, talk about Raz Simone. We've talked about Raz Simone in uh, previous episodes. Um, that's the the guy, the rapper, who's sort of taking, uh, taking policing into his own hands now that the police are not uh, available inside the Chaz zone. Uh, he's a rapper, and him and his buddies have guns. So they're the police now.
1: Isn't um, his dog's name like Taz or something?
0: I don't know. I- Raz, Taz, and
1: Chaz. he's writing his own song. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe
0: uh, send us something. We had, we had a lot of great stuff sent to us on the, the email over the weekend. And yeah, of course of we've stuff. covered some of it here. So if you have additional stuff uh, to send us about Raz, send it to canary cry radio at gmail.com. And let me give some advice. Uh, Cause we get a lot of people sending us a lot of stuff. Let me give you some advice. If you're going to send us an email, don't just send an email with the subject line, watch this video and just have it be a link to a video. We, we don't have time for that. It, it, what you got to do is what Christopher did. You watch the video. You do a write up for us. You tell us, you tell us, tell us what you found, you know, do do some of the work. Because uh, if we had to sit and watch every video that somebody just sent us with no comment, uh, we would never have time to do the show. So, um, just just some advice I, I appreciate everybody sending stuff um, but don't just send us a link to a video we, we can't yeah. do anything
1: with that and we'll get I mean, to some can, of the jingles but we won't there's just too much of it too many of them yeah we'll get to some of the jingles you guys sent in which uh, we, we got a lot of them over the weekend so or and plus last week uh, but yeah. this one is a Biden jingle that we got from B-dubs, B-dubs. and uh, <laughs> I love it hit it
2: got hairy legs got the jingle. I got
1: hairy legs <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs>
0: oh, i With like the whole
1: that. uh yeah i love i love that one okay so hairy legs da-
0: dailymail.co.uk
1: yes our f- one of the world's
0: favorite news uh outlets here exclusive this is a daily mail exclusive <laughs> joe biden's brother wriggles out of $1 million he owes to car crash victims family by having just $29 in his bank account, despite life of luxury as a law firm's front man. That's one thing I love about the Daily Mail. Their article, their headlines are like a
1: paragraph long. It's a paragraph. It tells you the whole deal. They know people don't
0: read articles no you, know, you know, just get up. that big long headline you get it all so here we go we're talking about hairy legs Biden um, G- and the article reads Joe Biden's brother wriggled out of paying some uh, paying some of the 1 million dollars in compensation he owes the family of a young father killed in a horrific car crash more than 20 years ago after creditors found just $29.16 in his bank account DailyMail.com can reveal Frank Biden has earned hundreds of thousands of dollars from a series of executive positions he's held at firms that appear to trade heavily on his family name, and is currently the pitchman for a large Florida law firm. He also lives with partner Mindy in a smart $600,000 four-bed, four-bath house in a gated community overlooking a golf course in upmarket Atlantis, Florida, and the couple drive contrasting $40,000 black and white Range Rovers. But when attorney John F. Hayter... Hayter! Representing Later. the family of single dad, Michael Albano, who died tragically in 1999, leaving two orphaned daughters behind, garnished Biden's Wells Fargo bank account in February. He found it uh, almost empty. Sorry, I kind of get into the kind uh, of get into the cold read here. In February, Hayter also placed a lien on Biden's white 2014 supercharged Range Rover. Biden, 66, hasn't paid a cent of the cash he owes the Albano family, despite him having defaulted on a lawsuit filed against him for the death. However, there's light at the end of the tunnel for the Albanos, as DailyMail.com can reveal that the businessman has finally made contact with the family's lawyer. It's the first time Scofflaw Biden... Uh, has made any contact with the Albanos, albeit through an attorney, having actively ignored repeated court orders and written requests to pay up over the past 20 years. A detailed DailyMail.com expose on February 6th revealing the full details of Biden's shocking secret did nothing to stir him. And lawyers for the Albano family served legal papers to 16 business associations of Biden at various companies he's linked to after Registering the California case in Florida on November 19th last year. But not a single associate of his responded to the court's order, not even the Berman Law Group, which continues to feature Biden as a senior advisor to the firm on its website. Sources close to the case, however, say an attorney for Biden has finally reached out on his behalf after the businessman was served with the first interrogator, interrogator, oh gosh, interrogatories in aid of execution documents on April 15th. Uh, Then they've got some uh, legal documents here. The court docs were the first step in compelling Biden to subject uh, to a debtor's examination, which would drag him before the court to testify as to his full income and assets. Instead, it's understood Biden, who has seemingly been backed into a corner, now appears willing to discuss the repayment of the $1 million he owes. When DailyMail.com approached Frank about the case, he would only say, quote, we're heading towards settlement. It's that Simple. He refused to comment any further, directing any inquiries to brother Joe Biden's campaign. Weird. Why would he? He's directing other inquiries to his brother's campaign? that is strange okay Biden the younger brother of presidential hopeful Joe was found partially legally responsible for the death of Michael Albano on August 1999 but has never acknowledged his liability or paid any compensation not even turning up for a single court hearing meaning the case was a default judgment Albano died when he was crossing the road on highway 101 in Cardiff by the sea beside Encinitas California when a high powered Jaguar XK8 convertible rented by biden hit him at as much as 80 miles per hour the speed limit was 35 miles an hour biden then 43 was riding shotgun when he shifted the 290 horsepower car into manual and told the driver jason turton 25 to punch it just before hitting albano biden was allegedly heard saying keep driving and turton fled the scene telling police uh, someone advised him to while another passenger in the car said everyone was drinking. Biden fled California, leaving a trail of unpaid bills and never even turned up in court when Albano's family sued him, according to the court documents. The orphaned daughters of Albano, Lorena and Nicole pleaded more than a decade ago with the Democratic presidential frontrunner Joe Biden, then a senator, for help recovering the money from his brother to no avail. He told them he had deep sympathy but his brother was penniless. (laughs) <laughs> These days Frank describes himself as a senior advisor To his brother's political action committee And the businessman appears to have a finger In lots of different pies Biden lives with partner Mindy Ward 47 A former Hooters waitress Who works at CHG Healthcare in Boca Raton Ward has, uh, was seen in January Driving Biden's white Range Rover Which displayed a Biden President 2020 sticker On the rear window before being later removed At the time Biden was seen driving a Black Ford $40,000 two liter Range Rover Evoke, uh, which is registered in Ward's name. According to court papers in February, the Florida Department of Motor Vehicles was directed by the court to issue a new title for the high end white Range Rover showing a lien, which means the vehicle can't be sold. For our story in February, Albano's family told Daily Mail that Biden must face justice after never offering so much as an apology during the last 20 years frank needs to pay for what he's done the dead man's daughter lorena told dailymail.com she was 17 when she lost her father while her sister nicole was 16 it's been 20 years but we aren't holding our breath it's been draining emotionally and physically we've never received a dime from frank let alone an apology there isn't a day that goes by that i don't miss my father and think of what could have been there you go holy smokes what a horrible story gonzo
1: yeah, it just goes to show the, uh, I guess, the class, you know, this is yeah. kind of a class thing going on. It's not so much a race thing, although people can pin it on race if they want to. Uh, I don't think that's really necessarily oh, I accurate. I don't think anybody was mentioning that. There's no mention, I guess, i Well, not Bono. in the article, but I'm saying just in, in particular, just people that would look at this might think that. But also, because it's uh, you know all tied to the Democratic Party, they're not going to really make it a big deal, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I think it's a class thing. People that have, there's certain people that are protected in this world and you, we just know about it. I mean, uh, unless something's planned to arrest Hillary in the well, next few months or something. you're
0: certainly protected if you're Joe Biden's brother. You can kill a man <laughs> yeah. while messing around drunk driving yeah. and uh, get away for 20 years. You know, the, this it's really strange. I mean... The worst part about this is just the blatant, you know, n- not showing up to court, not uh, not caring, not getting in contact, not apologizing, not making a single, you know, attempt to uh, pay any of the money. Not not that it would be an admission of guilt. Your admission of guilt was not showing up to court for twenty years. That's like.
1: Yeah. Hello. I mean, you, normally that's, yeah, that's pretty bad in itself. Isn't there a warrant out for your arrest if you just miss a whole bunch of court dates?
0: Oh yeah. No, will he fled the, he fled the state. It's yeah. crazy. This is, you know, what's interesting about this though to to look at it in a, a deeper, wider uh, scope of things here. This was almost assuredly dug up by uh, some opposition research by Trump um, or You know, somebody had been holding on to this information, just waiting for the right moment uh, to to spring it on someone. I mean, this is this happened 20 years ago, and this is the first I'm hearing about it. So, you know, someone's been holding on to this just for the right moment when maybe (laughs) Joe Biden would be uh, running for president.
1: Uh, Part of the interesting thing, too, is going into and looking at uh, and garnishing Biden's Wells Fargo bank account. These people have. They, they don't, they have more than one bank account.
0: I know. Well, that's the <laughs> silly thing. <laughs> have yeah. Like
1: not just, well, not just more in the United States. They probably have, you know, overseas accounts and stuff like that. So I don't know whoever the attorneys were for the family might be, I don't know what they're doing. It yeah. might be part of the whole setup there where like, oh, I don't know. We looked at his account. He only He's only got 30 bucks in there. What do you want me to do, you know?
0: Yeah, well, it, it mentioned that they're going to be uh, getting him involved in a, what was it? A debtor's uh, right. investigation a, or something. I forget yeah. what the exact wording was. Yeah, there's a settlement um, so,
1: in play or whatever,
0: but yeah. So I mean, he's still. certainly not... Uh, no, he. They were talking about. Um, shoot, let me look for it. It's it's where he would have to go to court and prove all of his finances. Oh, where if okay. he doesn't reveal alternative bank accounts during that court thing, now it's I believe a felony. Um, in which case he'd be in much bigger trouble than just paying a million bucks. now the the interesting thing is here that this article says specifically that they reached out to actual Joe Biden to try to get help um, paying for this one million bucks, which I don't think is enough. I don't think a, that seems like a pretty low number um, if you're, you know, a high-end businessman who drunk drives into, a car and kills somebody. I don't think a million's enough, but no. that's what they landed on. You know, it seems Joe Biden should be able to help his brother out with a million bucks. That doesn't seem like it should be a problem.
2: Got, the Got hairy legs. Got, the <laughs> Got hairy legs.
1: <laughs> 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 He's gotta pay for all those razors, man. Uh, that's right. All right, you want to move on? Let's do it. Let's do the next story here. What is the jingle? Did you ever have the feeling that you were being watched? This is wired.com. A bill in Congress would limit uses of facial recognition. And i found this, this article kind of interesting. It was uh, some good things, some bad things. This week, IBM and Microsoft all said they would halt sales of facial recognition to U.S. police and called on Congress to impose rules on use of the technology. Yeah. Hey, hey, it sounds kind of like a good deal. A police reform bill introduced in the House of Representatives Monday by prominent Democrats in response to weeks of protest over racist policies, practices, uh, uh, policing practices would do just that. But some privacy advocates mm-hmm. say its restrictions aren't tight enough and could legitimize the way police use facial recognition today. Mm-hmm. We're concerned, says Nima. Ju- is it Giuliani? Is it Giuliani? Uh, <laughs> yes, Giuliani. Senior legislative counsel for the ACLU in Washington, D.C., citing evidence that many facial recognition algorithms are less accurate on darker skin tones. Which, do you remember that story? We reported on that particular story, like, um, I think over a year ago, about how facial recognition had problems uh, reporting or uh, uh, just accuracy problems with darker skin people. well, it's been a classic thing, even through the the history of cinema. Um, You
0: know, original Kodak film you know was was right. tuned for white faces black faces yeah, didn't yeah. show up very well on on cameras for all of history
1: <laughs> the, the she urges she urges a federal ban on facial recognition quote unless and until it can be used in a way that respects civil liberties Giuliani says it's not clear that that is possible last year several cities including San Francisco banned use of the technology by government agencies the proposed justice in policing act would among other things, tighten the definition of police misconduct and ban chokeholds like the one that killed George Floyd in Minneapolis last month, mm-hmm. which by the way, Joe Biden, Harry legs over there tweeted out. We need to ban chokeholds. So that was pretty,
0: pretty of. I also liked his, you know how we, uh, we don't have as many police deaths. We or <laughs> in police shootings. We, uh, we train the police to shoot them in the legs.
1: Oh, good idea joe legs.
0: biden you're really tuned in to the uh, in. to the issues at hand
1: it is sponsored by senators cory booker and kamala harris and representatives karen bass and jared nedler all democrats a five-page summary on the, uh, of the bill's main provisions doesn't mention that it includes what could become the first federal restrictions on facial recognition technology None of those rules directly limit what a sheriff's office or city police department could do with facial recognition. One part of the bill requires that federal uniformed officers such as FBI agents wear body cams and use dash cams in marked vehicles. It states that facial recognition cannot be built into these devices or used to scan body scan, uh, body scan, body cam video in real time, for example, to spot persons of interest in a crowd. To apply facial recognition to body cam footage, federal agents would need to secure a warrant after convincing a judge the information is relevant to an ongoing criminal investigation. Another provision uh, specifies that police departments using federal grants to buy or rent body cams must adopt policies on the use of facial recognition on footage from the devices, including securing a judge's approval and only deploying it in cases of imminent threats or serious crimes. James Spivak, a policy associate at Georgetown's Center of uh, Privacy and Technology, says those restrictions wouldn't affect many of the ways facial recognition is used by law enforcement. The technology is more commonly applied to footage from sources other than body or dash cams, such as surveillance cameras, sometimes solicited from private citizens or businesses. Quote, If Congress passes this legislation that barely touches facial recognition at all, Companies could go right back to selling to the police, and not much will change, Spivak said. Civil rights groups that campaign on surveillance and facial recognition say that would be concerning because the technology is unreliable and expands police powers, effects that burden communities of color most of all. Quote, I'm very disappointed that Congress would take this sort of regulatory approach, says Albert Fox Kahn founder of the nonprofit surveillance technology oversight project and a fellow at NYU school of law quote. This is incredibly biased technology that will put Americans of color at high risk of wrongful arrests uh, than white Americans. IBM and Amazon didn't respond to requests for comment on the justice and policing act. Microsoft declined to comment. IBM has halted sales of facial recognition permanently Microsoft and Amazon both paused sales only to U S police until federal regulation is in place with Amazon saying it's hiatus will last 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so um, it's not long enough. <laughs> no, not long enough at all. It's yeah. I'll get to my point here, but uh, facial recognition providers have come under growing scrutiny from researchers and privacy advocates in recent years over evidence that tech often makes more errors on darker skin tones than lighter ones. Like we just mentioned, Um, It goes into the National Institute of Technology or Science and Technology. Uh, They published in December found that when analyzing mugshots, many commercial facial recognition algorithms reported more false positives for American Indian, Black and Asian people, although some of the software tests exhibited or tested exhibited minimal differences. Two influential academic studies found that services offered by IBM, Microsoft, and Amazon that tried to identify a person's gender from their face were very accurate on people with light skin, but very inaccurate for people with darker skin, especially women. Mm. All three companies say that they have since improved their technology, which is part of my point here, that this is only making these technologies better. It's like teaching the AI. Oh, what what do we need to do to become better at identifying all the different people here? Uh, MIT researcher Joy Boulamwini, a co-author on those studies and founder of campaign group Algorithmic Justice League, (laughs) that's a pretty intense name there, likes that the uh, Justice in Policing Act blocks real-time facial recognition on body cams. Recent research has shown that unsteadiness of such footage reduces accuracy, but she says federal rules on facial recognition should also cover the many other uses of the technology. Quote, Regardless of the accuracy of these systems, mass surveillance enabled by facial recognition can lead to chilling effects and the silencing of of dissent, Buolamwini said. Which we've seen in China. Exactly, yeah. Last month, she co-authored a paper suggesting the creation of a new federal agency to regulate facial recognition modeled on the Food and Drug Administration. I remember the, uh, uh, I know, maybe it was the FDA or the DEA that we were talking about, but it was one of the stories about the surveillance, um, uh, things earlier that we reported on a few episodes ago. We were wondering why they had, uh, you know, one of these other food and administer food and drug administration, people doing all the surveillance, mm-hmm. um, speculating that maybe they, they were, you know, bored. <laughs> uh, yeah. George Floyd's death, blah, blah, blah. The third, the three big tech companies that asked for federal facial recognition rules this week are expected to take an active role in trying to shape them. IBM, Amazon, and Microsoft have all mentioned facial recognition on Senate lobbying fillings this year. Microsoft also has been an active player on legislation around facial recognition in states, including its home of Washington. It supported a facial recognition bill approved in March that takes effect July 2021, and requires police to obtain a warrant for any use of the technology. So I guess that's good. That's, that's good, yeah. at least in Washington. Uh, but yeah, th- this is, look, this is good in the sense that, hey, we're at, least, at least even the Democrats are like, hey, hey, whoa, easy here. because it's slowing, you
0: know, slowing, slowing down. We're slowing down,
1: especially well, because uh, the colored man is easily misidentified. But again, this is just making, it's just giving time for the tech to improve upon its abilities. And yeah. then once it's good to go, everyone's going to be like, oh, we must, we must use it to prevent Which, the Which to be and,
0: fair is, is just what they want. You know, that's, that's yeah. the whole point. You know, they're not stopping this facial recognition because they're scared of Skynet, you know, cataloging all human beings for enslavement later. Uh, they specifically halted, um, all this stuff, because they, they want to wait till it's better. It's where it can right. accurately. And that's where the, the difference is here. Of course, you know, here on this show, we don't want facial recognition being used uh, without warrants at all. Um, yeah. But, you know, here they're saying, OK, well, let's not do it now. Which uh, uh, on, you know, the first impression, of course, everybody here starts cheering. Huzzah! Uh, but the problem is, yeah, they just want to pause it until it can more accurately, uh, you know, pick people out of a crowd, which is opposite of what we're looking for. We need a an immediate ban. We need well, plus, Elon Musk to start tweeting about this is what we need.
1: Plus the, the kind of uh, commercial products that or maybe black market products that can be out there where your normal citizen can just take any kind of video footage and start identifying who they are. Right. I mean, I guess that you need some kind of database to connect it all, but uh, that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's no good, but this is all the, it's, it's sort of the give and take, the, the progress of this kind of stuff that um, it's not going to slow down, but at least in the, in the immediate, uh, I guess, right now, at least the Democrats are on the side the right side of history with this one. But were I, again,
0: there any uh, Republicans supporting that bill did, did the, I didn't see say?
1: any in the article, I didn't because it's Mm. you know very much part of the uh, you know the the uh, at least part of the Democratic Party or at least some more maybe more traditional Democrats are more prone to being against uh, crazy oversights. It's the more recent. You know, socialistic yeah. Well, Democrat you think of this that
0: small, small government is the the Republican side of things, and of course, facial recognition and, and uh, cataloging of individuals based on facial recognition is uh, a big, big government, big brother type of problem that we want to push back against. Right. So you know, this is really just a timing issue, and and once the tech. Uh, catches up, which it sounds like they're only expecting is going to take a year. Lord knows what'll happen after
1: that. Yeah. Jawburn um, in the chat was saying that uh, the database is Facebook and Instagram. That's true. Yeah. that's very true. Oh, totally. Yeah.
0: And uh, Apple, who is still the better of the big tech companies, uh, privacy wise. they they the Yeah. They kind of, they kind of got some dings against their record recently, but uh, with the facial phone locking thing, uh, I was just recently watching you know, just kind of skimming around um and I found a video uh for pro- it was specifically you know advice for protesters stuff you know uh and filming the police It was like a little class on how to film the police and legalities and how to try to do it the best you can without getting punched in the face. Um, And they said right there telling everybody to turn off the facial unlock on your phone. That's the biggest problem, because if you have a password, then the cops need a warrant. But if they can just hold it up to your face while you're handcuffed on the ground, uh, then they just point the point the phone at your face, unlock your phone and delete that video of uh, of whatever horrible thing that you film them doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there you go. If anybody out there is using the facial lock on your phone, you just need to stop your, you just, that's it. Just stop. Do
1: you, do you use it on your phone? No, of course not. Okay. Yeah. I've never used it on my phone. So (laughs) I don't know. I
0: didn't even activate it and made sure that, you know, this and that and that. Nope. Yeah. No way. No way, Jose. No way. So you don't use, also don't use filters on uh, Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook or anything like that. That also takes a facial, uh, facial scan and uh, they, some companies claim they don't store it, but there's a lot of sort of legal loopholes to allow you to say that while you are still doing it. So just don't, don't use it. Don't worry about it. Don't bother. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's keep moving for testing. Yeah, one more story
1: before a quick break here. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: This is denofgeek.com. Immortality or bust trailer politicizes Neolution. 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 Uh, The many clones, Tatiana. Maslany played on orphan black Banded together to fight Neolution. And this was, did I skip a part? No. Okay. That's where the article starts. Interesting. Uh, and this was when it mainly was a belief for people who'd undergone technological enhancements like tails, the immortality or bust trailer follows the man who invented volcano surfing. As he rides a transhuman wave to Washington. Hmm. Uh, on the six million dollar man lee majors astronaut steve austin was rebuilt into the world's first bionic man government scientists made him better stronger faster through biotechnical enhancements the man at the center of immortality or bust wants to take that one step further quote do you want to live forever and become a cyborg asks the official website which uh should cue me for my cyborg jingle that i Don't have ready, but here it is.
2: Are you ready to become cyborg?
1: In the last presidential election, one man embarked on an impossible expedition to defeat aging and forever change the human being through science. Running for president as a transhumanist party nominee, Zoltan Istvan, took his message to biohacking labs, uh, cryopreservation facilities, transhumanist churches, and ultimately Washington, D.C. And, of course, we've tracked... Zoltan for years here, many years, uh, on all the things that he's been up to and the immortality bus that he jumped on and rode across America. And uh, we're going to play the trailer for you here. It's a couple minutes long just to get an idea of uh, what this whole documentary, 77-minute documentary is all about. When he was 21, he sailed across the planet in a boat. He took 500 books with him. He's credited with inventing volcano surfing. Zoltan Istvan, he's running for president in 2016. A typical transhumanist is somebody who has an interest in using science and technology to radically enhance themselves. You know, it's like a port, more body modification than anything.
0: So when I present my tag to the car, it unlocks the door. Another reader to start my car. This goes right onto my skull. Biohacking definitely is a hidden world.
1: This has been part of the problem with transhumanism is how do we spread transhumanism without doing something very provocative? Well, you probably really can't
0: plan is to drive this sarcophagus on wheels to Washington, D.C.
1: <laughs> you want to run for president? It's like, yeah, don't you think it's brilliant? I am trying to essentially use my political platform as an agenda to push for transhumanism.
0: I saw this as a kind of science fiction, really.
2: I didn't come to die. I came to stay.
0: <laughs> I mean, Americans just hate science so much.
2: I'm not sure about this eternity thing.
0: America's gonna just grab a rifle and tell you to go back to wherever you came from.
1: A person who's a transhumanist wishes for extremely long life. It does not help the spirit of evolution.
2: To enable human beings to
1: bypass nature. We don't really believe in that word, natural. You're a politician, you have to sell people hope. The public is right, but the government is wrong. You, you have to somehow tie this into the greatness of America. So, I mean, we spent 20% of the, the federal budget basically on making bombs and defense and things like that, and just less than 2% on science and medical research. Given today's level of technology, there's nothing more I can do for this person. My father has had four heart attacks. He can't survive heart surgery anymore. The younger we die, the better our species becomes. <laughs> Technology will make it so our lives are healthier, better, and safer. There you go. Immortality or bust. Sorry, I stepped on them saying defeat aging. So there you go. That's the trailer. And uh, it says here that uh, it won the breakout award at the 2019 Raw Science Film Festival. And uh, it's going to be available on, well, let's see, where is it? Uh, I don't have the specific. It's got a little bit more on this article here, but it features libertarian Gary Johnson, cryptocurrency expert John McAfee, futurist Jack Fresco and comedian Jimmy Dore, and some are not supportive of the political movement like conspiracy theorist Alex Jones.
0: Oh, that guy. He's AJ, he's get on the get on the <laughs> eternity train.
1: Yeah, come on. Come on AJ. Uh, he's the only known presidential candidate to be questioned by the underground collective. Oh, then i geek. So there you go. I, I believe it's going to be available to watch here. I was trying to find where, but uh, it's one of those documentaries to maybe check out. If you're into the research to see what, uh, what it was like for Zoltan to get in his 38 foot coffin shaped bus across the United States there. Okay. And again, he is one of the politicians that has a, a microchip already in his hand. So, there fancy you go. Lad. And,
0: and the reason Sultan the fancy lad,
1: <laughs> the fancy lad. And the reason why we, we track transhumanism and, and I've personally tracked transhumanism for years, uh, is because of that immortality aspect of it. And especially being a Christian or believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, it's like, what, what are you trying to, I mean, you're trying to basically do what Christ gave us through his work on the cross. So, I mean, it's a very direct, uh, attack on God and on Jesus in particular. So I I just think it's a very fascinating topic that I think Christians need to keep pay attention to this. And I've talked to people that are just, I guess you can call them normies, Mm -hmm. right? Basil, you like to call them normies, which by the way, I looked up the origin of normies. That's what
0: they are. Stay away away from normies. normies.
1: Stay away from normies. I got another (laughs) normie one too. Normies. You said Um, you
0: looked up the, the, what the history the of Normies? Yeah, the, the origin
1: the, of the word Normies. It's from like an 86. I can't remember the exact I got to look it up again, but it was basically from yeah. some movie in the 80s or something. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's got these puppets that are that come out of the the their cage thing and but they get lectured that if you're going to if you're going to be out of the the cage there, then you got to be against the you can't running in, in uh running into the normies or whatever we'll get into more so of it later
0: eloquent. such an eloquent i'm sorry it was <laughs> <Gonzo>. <laughs> put me on the spot there um no no worries i thought you just had it no loaded. i don't have it oh yeah i don't have it all loaded right. in but we'll, but we'll save that for another show then
1: yeah yeah but basically you know i've talked to people that are believers even more recently and i i you know, just bringing up the co- concept of transhumanism, their whole thing was like, well, they're never going to get it. So what's the point? And it's like, well, they're going to keep trying, you know? And, and the right. more people start to really want this, the more you have, number one, you have an opportunity to preach the gospel on one hand. It's like, Hey, what you're looking for has already been solved. But on the other hand, it's like, it's, it's going to get weirder and weirder and people are going to become less human. And that's the whole you know, eschatological prophetic aspect of this whole thing. So yeah. I don't know. And I, you know, I up. think
0: it's a big question. Um, it's a big question for everybody. I mean, we, you know, of course we come at it from the, the sort of Christ uh, centered uh, perspective, but you know, th- th- it's not just a, a Christian issue. I mean, that's a no. human being issue that, that these questions need to be asked. I think right. there is, you know, and w- we might be guilty of sort of uh, uh, leaning into this paradigm a little bit, but it's not just technocrats versus Christians or something. You know what I mean? Um, there's, there's uh, certainly a, a lot of secular reasons as well to not <laughs> give into the the temptation of uh, artificially elongated, uh, uh, unnaturally elongated right. life, and it's well, a complicated conversation that we've been having yeah, for years. Yeah. So we can't cover all the bases right now, right here. But
1: you know, what do you? Well, I, do? I think I think part of what you're saying there, in terms of the secular view, is definitely true. But what's yeah. interesting about that point is that it actually proves the Bible true in that, in like in a roundabout way. But even right. the the normal secularist saying, like, "Hey, maybe this is wrong," or maybe death is wrong, all of it yeah. proves the biblical worldview. Which is what, what's fascinating to me is that we're coming to this place where we're having this religious, spiritual conversation based on where technology has taken us, and that's really the thing here that I find fascinating about the whole thing. Yeah, and obviously absolutely. the prophecies that really sort of. Suggest that uh, this type of thing is going to be in play as uh, as we near the return of Christ, because it says in Matthew 24 that if He doesn't come back, all flesh would be destroyed. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Jesus? All flesh would be destroyed? I, I think like He that. means all flesh would be destroyed. So there you go. There you go. Time for break.
0: Okay, quick break. It's- Come on, take a break. Here we go, everybody. We're just gonna take a quick break. Don't uh don't go anywhere. Stick around because we got some more stories after the break. COVID. Although we are, are we might be coming up on your time limit here, guys. Oh, it might be time for believe birthday how long. dinner. I think I might uh, so, to go
1: a little yeah, maybe till like another 20 minutes or so
0: another 20 minutes or so yeah, okay 20, well we'll do minutes. this quick break and then uh, do a few more stories so stick around we got some chinese news we got some covid news and then depending what we pick out of our list here um and and don't save for the next show we've got some uh interesting stuff a fifth state of matter has been discovered that's a big deal and a an Nephilim be- update yeah, and a Nephilim update. So you want to stick around for that. Um, but before we do, we want to thank some people. Gonzo, you got your dinger dinged. Okay. Okay. Just testing the so, dinger. I want to take a second. I want to thank some of our new Twitch followers as we've uh, mentioned before. And we'll say it again. Uh, Face Like the Sun YouTube channel has been demonetized. So that's been kind of a big hit to you and your family, Gons. And we're very sorry to hear about that. But uh, we're trying to get as many YouTube people here to make the switch over to twitch.tv slash canarycryradio. It's going to help us uh, keep doing the show and, and support ourselves and make the show um a lot more fun with some cool tools that Twitch is going to give us access to. But in order to do that, we need more people to head to twitch.tv slash CanaryCryRadio. Those of you over uh, on YouTube, that's cool to, to do what you got to do, man, live your life. But there may be a day where you will just stop getting notifications about us going live. So in order to fight against the system there, and if you ever want to watch our show again, you might need to go follow us on Twitch at Twitch Twitch. twitch.tv slash canarycryradio. Uh, And I don't get paid to say that. I'm just saying for your own good, you should follow us there because it's only a matter of time before we totally disappear from YouTube. Um, But I want to thank some of our new Twitch followers. Uh, And Twitch recently changed their their sort of layout here. So I'm not even sure if these are chronologically in order, Um, but I'm going to do my best here. Are you ready, Gonzo? here we go first of all i want to thank lockdog 187 for following us thank you very much lockdog johnny two guns as opposed to johnny one gun this is two guns we got uh blkmtl black metal oh there we go i figured it out thanks for following we got blackstrap bob thank blackstrap bob Oh guns, we gotta watch out, buddy, because we have Demon Lord Aberax following oh, us. Geez. Oh no, <laughs> the Demon Lord. Uh we got oh, boy. Honey Badger KC, which I thought we thanked before, but I'm just reading down the list here. Uh Jam 59. <laughs> this one's funny. We got the Homo Superior. Ooh. Yeah. Uh Jane Stay Sane. Jane Stay Sane. Thank you very Sounds much like for the follow. Tune. Yeah, we got Too Cool for Mind Control. We got Sons of 2020. Nick Pierce. Thanks for the follow, Nick Pierce. Thanks, Nick. We got Yahweh Is, or uh, Y-H-W-H-I-S. So Yahweh His, Yahweh Is. Thank you. We got Awesome Vito. We got Get Saved Now. And we already did call this person out, but uh, I just like the name so much. Thank you, Fact Checker Bot. <laughs> Love having you here, Fact Checker Bot. We need somebody keeping an eye on us. And uh, if you are new to the Twitch, uh, th- just say so in the chat because I right now I do not trust this list. So if you're new and I did not call you out, put it in the chat and I'll uh, give you a shout out now. So thank you very much, those who follow us on Twitch. Very special makes us feel all warm and fuzzy, and you are helping us out quite a bit. Um, Guns, I think uh, you want to do. Should we do the Patreon stuff now so we don't have to take another break later? Sure, Just sure, Get it all. It. Get, get it all done. In. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Now here's the thing, folks. We run on what's called the value for value model. You'll notice we don't run advertisements. That's because a long time ago we decided that uh, we don't like the idea of gaining your trust, gaining your attention, and then turning around behind your back and selling that trust uh, to corporations for our own personal gain. So we do not do that, uh, probably against our accountant's better judgment, but... Uh, we it gives the opportunity for you, the listeners, to not just be passive listeners, but to also become producers of the show. And that's how we work here. That's how I, I think that's how media is going to go. You know, you can't trust uh, people who are advertising. Because, uh, you, you know, they, they, now they can't say things that they probably would say because now they might lose their advertisers. This show can be what it is because of people like you becoming producers of the show. And I got some uh, new producers here who have joined the team over on patreon.com slash ccnt for Canary Cry News Talk. Patreon.com slash ccnt. Guns, are you ready? ready okay we've had an upgraded producer ship from this intangible existence thank you very much we have a new producer named word sword word sword love it um let's see oh we lost a producer that's sad somebody needs to help us with that one uh but we got a new producer named jimmy thank you very much jimmy And uh, I believe that that is all the new producers over on Patreon.com slash CCNT. Um, But we also have Patreon.com slash Canary Cry Radio. Do you have that pulled up? I do. Okay. uh, Who's new?
1: We have Zuzim Slayer. Zuzim Slayer. Thank you very much. Coming in big too. Thank you. Big time support there. So appreciate that. And I think we got a, we got some support on PayPal from Sam. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Sam. And a bunch of recurring ones that we will forego at the moment. Are they new? I don't. I don't think there's any new ones. I can't. You got to check the
0: uh, the email account for new I, ones.
1: Well, sometimes, it, sometimes it just. Well, actually, here I think this one's. New here, Joseph. Joseph's a new one here. Joseph. Thank you very much, Thank Joseph. Joseph. And I think that's it for the created ones. Okay.
0: Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Those are the new producers of the show. Give them a round of applause. And if you see them in the chat, say thank you. And uh, yeah, you too, you know, this is a value for value model. So if you've listened to this show, if you've listened to one or 10 or 100 episodes, if you get value from this show, if you keep coming back, it's your turn to, uh, to join the team and help produce the show. Um, by helping out financially. It's the only way we're able to keep going. And now that uh, YouTube has demonetized Gonza's channel, that's a big problem for him. So uh, you can help pick up the slack. He's got a new baby coming, folks. Brand new son, brand new baby boy coming down the the pipeline. Crazy, crazy, crazy. (laughs) So, uh, so there you go. You can you can help support uh, the family and the kids and the cats and keep the show going by joining the team. So thank you very much. Now, there's other ways of uh, supporting the show. If the financial route is just not available to you, um, there's a lot of ways to do it. One is you can create jingles. A lot of our jingles now are created by listeners. If you're a creative yes. person and have uh, – uh, access to some sound editing software or something like that, and you want to create some jingles for us, um, you know, based on the show or referencing a, a topic or, you know, a tagline or something we say on the show, you, you know what I like about the jingle producers, Gons, is uh, really to to be a good, to to do a good job with the jingle, you, you got to... You got to feel it, you know, you got to you got to have a good idea of what the show is like. You got to have yeah. listened for a while. You know where it might pop into a show. You know it's got to be about 5 seconds or less. A good beat helps. Uh, also helps not to have uh, any copywritten music, or else that will uh, cause troubles with us. So there you go. And if you're out there, you want to do something, send it in. We had a few come in uh, today. We got Joe Biden's yeah. hairy legs. That was a good
1: yeah, hairy one. Legs. Yep. What else? I have got, we got a few here. We got one from Magoo, and this is a food jingle that we can use. Beep bee beep 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 I'm hungry pop, <laughs> My tummy is rumbling. I'm hungry, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: A little long. We could cut it down, but still good. That's the guy who's left so many voice messages. For <laughs> the the Joy Spiracy Theory, which I've learned to love, uh, him leaving those messages, uh, kind of weirded me out at first, but now I just I, can't, I can't, can't help but love his little thing. So very good. We talk about uh, food-related stories sometimes, so you might hear that one pop up, folks. That's a good one. Um, we
1: also got one from... Uh, he goes by XX Ghost Realm 108 xx Oh yeah, I remember Ghost Realm. And he actually took a clip from Derek Gilbert, good friend of the show. And um, I actually edited it down to just the Derek Gilbert part because I thought that was the best part of the clip here.
0: Hello, this is Military Information Support. How may I deceive you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> military Information Support. How may I deceive you? I like yes, it. Yes,
0: very good. Gotta good love one. Uh, Derek. <laughs> Derek's sense of humor,
1: big fan. Yep. And then we also got one from Amos and Tim. And nope. uh, this one's, this is, I like, kind of like this one because it's not really like a musical jingle, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's more of like a, I don't know. We'll just play it here. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Look, reinforcements were doomed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? That sounds like uh, what's that guy's name? It sounds like Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, the guy who wrote
1: Hamilton. Right. I wonder what know know that's, that's
0: from. Yeah. I don't know where we're going to use that, but we're going to put it on the list and have it at ready. The very,
1: at the very least we can have the scream, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, the screen reinforcements part there. were doomed. And then we also have Michael. He, uh, and I saved this for the last one because it's a back to the show jingle, mm-hmm. which I guess would work oh, yeah. because are we done with all this stuff here? We can go back to the show. Um.
0: What was I gonna do? Uh. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Let's go back to the show.
2: I'm back. I'm back
0: the <laughs> we're back in the saddle again. I'm back a, a little bit afraid of uh, getting <laughs> copyright a copyright strike for that, but uh, we'll have to it's be okay. careful. Well, we'll be All careful. right. So back with the show. Whoopsies! I lost our notes. Let me get back to the notes. Here we go. We're okay. Doing, you want to talk? We're doing COVID. Doing some COVID, Gons. You want to open this up for us? Let's do it.
1: COVID. So uh, I just uh, I saw a tweet from Jay Dyer, also, I mm-hmm. uh, was a guest on Canary Cry Radio a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he noticed that the number 322 was literally everywhere of course. in articles. Uh, three, 322 active COVID 19 infections in Dakota County. And then you got Loop. 322 will be dedicated Wednesday in a memory of the fallen Abilene police officer. 322 COVID 19 cases reported in Wisconsin. And he's got more here. 322, a lot of 322s. <laughs> 322 uh, cases. 17 new COVID 19 deaths reported in Mississippi. Uh, what else here? 322 deaths, COVID-19 in Oklahoma, uh, 322 new Kentucky COVID-19 cases, nine new deaths. Uh, th- th- 322, three, two, two, this is back from May. Uh, and I actually pulled, I just Googled 322 COVID just to check it out. And I think some of the same ones pulled up, but yeah, Wisconsin, 322 new COVID cases, Lockdown, Lincolnshire, 322 coronavirus cases.
0: Oh, interesting. They're all related to coronavirus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually put 322 Weird. COVID. Uh, combating coronavirus, 322 makeshift markets removed in the Sarja municipality. Uh, Scott
0: in chat, wherever Scott's at, says it's 322 o'clock right now.
1: Oh, depending on where that you are, not, not where looking we at, are.
0: Looking at but, my clock, it's it's uh, 322 close.
1: somewhere, baby. Well, <laughs> yeah, give it another minute and it will be in certain places here, maybe in Hawaii or something <laughs> uh, as we record this. But yeah, Camden County, 322 more COVID cases. Coronavirus death rises to 322. I mean, it is really, really bizarre the number of times the number 322 comes up. And, yeah, uh, and
0: you know, people skeptics would say, well, of course 322 comes up because there's, you know, if you're counting to a thousand, you're gonna get to three two two somewhere. The but the point is, is why ones. would the why would they why would so many reports specifically report the number three hundred and twenty two? Why don't they wait until it's why don't they do it at three hundred? Why, why don't, don't they do round it at four hundred? Yeah, why yeah. don't they round it to a you know three whatever? So the fact that they're reporting specifically three hundred and twenty-two is uh, is a clue. And guns, you're gonna need to talk a little bit about three two two because it looks like some people do not uh, are not catching it.
1: Yeah, if you're a part of the Skull and Bones secret society organization over there at Yale University, three two two is a very important number. It's on there. If you look at the uh, let's pull up the episode art here because I think you used it. In oh, the good point. There.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, it's it's being mentioned that uh, 322 was the original Dragon launch time.
1: Oh, that's right. SpaceX. That's right. For Saturday. Yeah. That's right. The mm-hmm. the rescheduled time for the launch. Yep. And um, yeah, if you just look at the Skull and Bones logo, you'll see the, the skull. Well, you can't see it in the art that we're showing here, but uh, the skull and then the crossbones and then the number 322. Uh, so yes, very important date, f- uh, number, not just a date, date, but number to the secret society members of which I think Joe Biden was part of. Uh, yeah, Skull
0: and, Bones. Skull and Bones. So the Skull and Bones Society uh, is a, f- well, now well, famous secret work, society.
1: Sir. What? Sorry, the George Bush family dynasty were all part of Skull and Bones, as was uh, John Kerry. Yep. And th- that was that one year, uh, several years ago when Kerry ran against Bush. And somebody asked, uh, I think it was Kerry or maybe it was Bush about like, Oh, what about you guys both being skull and bones? And I think it was Bush jr. He's like, Oh, he don't talk about it or whatever. Whatever he said, I gotta yeah, find the clip somewhere. It was pretty funny. Right. He, he's one of the funnier presidents as well. But, um, yeah, tons of, you, you can look up a list of the famous skull and bones people. And it's a lot, a lot of politicians and, and whatnot throughout the years, throughout the centuries um, yeah, and maybe we'll here. put
0: together a, a deeper. I mean, I, I do not. Ha, I'm assuming you don't. I since I don't see it in the notes, you don't have a deeper dive into the uh, in front the of meaning me. of three two two and things like that.
1: Not in front of me at the moment, but yeah, yeah. There's plenty of research out there. Just Google some of that stuff, and you'll find videos and articles that have written. Yeah,
0: so there, about there it. you go. That's a it's a. Uh, it's a prompt for you to go down your own rabbit holes. Um, you know, I like to think that that's uh, that's a valuable uh, service that we provide. Gons is is uh, <laughs> providing v- relevant and valuable prompts uh, on what to research and which rabbit holes to go down, um, because it can get uh, it can get a little squirrely left on your own. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, I forgot about that one. All right. Moving on, guns.
1: Yes. We got another okay. COVID. COVID.
0: All right. So I'm coming from MSN.com here. Uh, and the in, uh, it's actually taken from Insider, but the article is titled, People who ignore social distancing rules may have psychopathic personality traits study finds. What? So we got to oh. demonize the non-mask wearers, Gons. You got to show your virtue and demonize those who don't. Oh, because gosh. those who don't uh, uh,
1: comply, social
0: distance are uh, yeah, non-compliant and psychopathic. Gosh. The article reads, if reports of people licking toilet seats, and in t- now this came out six days ago, so a little older, but I, I think it's still uh, in our purview here. If reports of people licking toilet seats and intentionally spitting on others during the coronavirus pandemic left you astounded, a new study on the psychology of pandemic behaviors could answer your questions about what motivated their behaviors. The study, a peer-reviewed preprint that will soon be published in the journal Social Psychology and Personality Science, asked 502 people to answer questions online about how often they followed coronavirus pandemic health guidelines, if they plan to follow guidelines going forward, and what they'd do if they were diagnosed with COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. The researchers also asked personality-related questions to determine where survive survey participants fell on scales for conscientiousness cooperativeness neuroticism tendency to take risks meanness and lack of restraint if participants answered questions in a manner that suggested they had low levels of neuroticism tendency to take risks meanness and lack of restraint they were more likely to follow social distancing guidelines but if they scored high in these traits they were less likely to follow guidelines study (laughs) author uh, Pavel Blogov said these traits are also common psychopathic traits. I knew that traits from the so-called dark triad, narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy, as well as traits subsumed within psychopathy, (laughs) are linked to health risk behavior and health problems, and I expected them to be implicated in health behaviors during the pandemic, Blagov told Psypost. Indeed, his study suggested a small correlation between psychopathic traits and disregard for pandemic public health policy does exist people who admitted to go- ignoring health guidelines may be doing so deliberately no kidding <laughs> blogov said the majority of survey participants said they followed coronavirus health guidelines but those who didn't follow guidelines answered the survey questions in a manner that suggested they knowingly and purposefully ignored the safety of advice again okay it's good <laughs> Science. MSN For example, study participants who scored high on traits like meanness and lack of restraint also said they didn't follow social distancing and hygiene practices like hand washing. Blagov said these findings are concerning from a public health perspective. Quote, one potential implication from this research is that there may be a minority of people who particular personality style, sorry, with particular personality styles on the narcissism and psychopathy spectrum that have a disproportionate impact on the pandemic by failing to protect themselves and others, he said. Of course, the study had some limitations. The study sample only contained U.S. adults, so the findings don't represent the entire population's beliefs and underlying psycho- psychology about pandemic safety practices. The self-reported nature of the survey could have also skewed results, though Blagov said it was conducted in March when the pandemic was just ramping up and may have therefore eliminated some social Biases surrounding safety behaviors. Additionally, Blagov said his study only showed a small correlation between personality traits and pandemic-related behaviors, and it's likely people who don't have psychopathic traits are also ignoring health guidelines. The results do not mean that viral disease is spread only by irresponsible or inconsiderate people, Blagov said. So there you go. If you uh, if you're not social distancing, you're a psychopath. Now, this does draw an unfortunate correlation for the establishment to, uh, you know, all those people not following social distancing while protesting and rioting and looting. Uh, So, are those people all psychopaths? I don't know, man.
1: I just... The part that really struck me was, first off, a study of 502 people. Not a huge sample size to go with a full headline like this. But also meanness how do you measure meanness <laughs> like what I what do you know, mean I'm meanness sure. like oh nah, you answered you a question a certain look- way like oh you must be mean which means you're a you psychopath know-
0: I actually did some research on that stuff a long time ago. They have some very interesting categories that they use uh, for this type of research. And it's not, um, you know, people are kind of used to, uh, what are they, personality tests and things like that. Right, right, right. But it's more uh, subtle,
1: right? It's like more, anyway, go on, Yeah,
0: they they have like their own sort of philosophical um, definitions, their own clinical definitions definitions to him right right, right. um because i mean uh he refers to something called the dark triad yeah which is narcissism machiavellianism which is just a kind of a fancy <laughs> hoity-toity way to say manipulate m- like manipulation ma- manipulativeness right um and psychopathy so- i thought
1: it was the chinese gang dark triad <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: uh, what are they called uh, is that different from the Yakuza
1: yeah the Yakuza is in Japan I think China has some kind of triad oh situation the triad, okay so yeah there
0: you go but the big thing about this article is it's more demonization of people who uh, you know are, are not following the status quo of uh, you know doing what they're told listen up slave do what you're told um you know, with the, you got to listen to the Fauci Meister and the, uh, the Burks woman and <laughs> everybody who's trying to tell you what to do. Uh, don't, don't worry about actually listening to the CDC. Cause of course the CDC says you don't, you shouldn't wear a mask, but, uh, so eschew the CDC and just listen to daddy Fauci. Um,
1: but, <laughs> but I, digress. daddy Fauci. Wow. <laughs> That's a whole nother. All right. Make it trend. I listen daddy. to daddy Fauci <laughs>
0: hashtag daddy Fauci. Oh my God. Um, but you know, it's this demonization of your fellow American where not only are they just jerks now for not wearing a mask, you know, it's not just the Karens, uh, who, uh, aren't wearing a mask. Now they're actual psychopaths. So <laughs> this is not a very cool thing to come out and start telling people. Of course. Uh, as if families and friends weren't being ripped apart enough. Uh, now you have a reason to now call you're, yeah. somebody you're, a
1: psychopath. You're, you're a psychopath. And at the very end of the article, I like how they slip in a, the blag off, blag off quote. <laughs> the results do not mean that viral disease is spread only by irresponsible or inconsiderate people. Yeah, Like just, just to kind of say like, oh, yeah, you know, other people, people that wear the mask can spread it. People that are compliant can spread it too. Yeah. But yeah, certainly they they try to. <laughs>
0: people are make getting the like... hashtag Daddy Fauci going in the chat, and Nephilim Kitten says, "Please, someone new to Twitch, make Daddy Fauci their Twitch name, <laughs> dude. If there's not a Daddy Fauci Twitch user following us by Wednesday, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> you YouTube people, somebody, you gotta follow us on Twitch just as a backup. Look, I'm tired of trying to." Fight the YouTube people, but somebody needs to follow us on Twitch and call themselves Daddy Fauci. Daddy Fauci. That's the one person we don't have following us yet. We got we Biden, we Fauci. got Gates, we got Musk, we got Susan Witchgeeky, we got everybody. We need we got Zark Muckerberg. We need Daddy Fauci to follow us. Uh,
2: COVID.
1: yes chinese news here we go i I lost the story where is it here it is oh i gotta move it in okay this is nbcnews.com beijing will not be a second wuhan fears Mm. of new outbreak after string of coronavirus cases so there we go it's starting up again it says here Beijing has reported a rising number of new COVID 19 cases for a second day running, raising fears about the reemergence of the coronavirus in the Chinese capital. Beijing health officials on Monday confirmed 36 new COVID 19 cases, the same increase as a day earlier, which was the city's highest daily infection count in nearly two months. There had been no new domestic cases in the city for 56 consecutive days, but since June 11th, the capital has reported 79 new cases. The new outbreak has been linked to a major wholesale food market in Beijing's Southwest, well, uh, Southwestern Fengtai district. The spike has put the district in wartime emergency mode. Really? Mm. 50, 36 people, okay war time emergency mode, shutting down the market and closing off 11 war residential compounds. War
0: time emergency mode. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's super intense.
0: What? Got For like 36 30... cases, they're in wartime emergency well, mode. 70,
1: 79 since June 11th. Oh, so seventy-nine, I mean, okay. Uh, still under a hundred since, you know, That's four crazy. or five days. Yeah. Shutting down the market and closing off 11 residential compounds in its vicinity as authorities try to identify people who have recently visited the market and their close contacts, with their giant surveillance apparatus,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, China's top epidemi- epidemiologist uh, epidemiologist Wu Zinyu, told the Chinese state media outlet China News on, <laughs> on sorry told the Chinese state media outlet China News on Sunday that the authorities have yet to pinpoint the source of the infection in the Xinfadi market. Uh, adding that he believes the outbreak is still isolated and has not spread to the whole of Beijing, home of some 20 million people. Quote, Beijing will not turn into a second Wuhan, spreading the virus to many cities all across the country and even needing a lockdown. Zheng Guang, the former chief epidemiologist at China, Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and currently a senior expert at the National Health Commission, said at the press conference on Sunday, the coronavirus pandemic is believed to have originated, blah, 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 we know about all that stuff. Um I don't think there's much more to say here. The t- today the city traced nearly 200,000 people who have visited the market since May 30th. Uh yeah, I mean just more stuff about how they're tracing people. The World Health Organization said Saturday it's closely monitoring the outbreak in Beijing. All cases are in isolation and and under care as needed and contact tracing is underway. The who said in a statement, genetic sequencing of samples is also underway and rapid sharing of these results is important to understand the origin of the cluster and links between cases. So uh, there you go. China locking down wartime.
0: I know, man, it's spooky. It's it's really interesting how we're sort of just on the brink of following in the same direction. I mean, occasionally there's these little stories of hope, like, uh, you know, a Democrat led push to restrict facial recognition, which uh, facial recognition running rampant in China right now, um, connected with all this contact tracing and, and nonsense. But the push for the contact tracing over here is is really disturbing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they already have all the stuff in place, which is why I think it's interesting how they, they make such a big deal out of it when really uh, technically quietly they can you know, try to figure out what's going on. But of course with MSNBC reporting it, I'm sure this is part of the fear tactics for the United States as well. Mm-hmm. They're Trying to get everybody, you know, psyched out for it and continue some kind of quarantine or, or taking all this stuff seriously. Because one, if you don't, you're a psychopath. And two, look at China. They're starting look at, to just look at them. Look at China.
0: Well, in that case, uh, I want to bring something up as well. Also COVID related from uh, businessinsider.com business insider.com
1: and i can't find this article either hold on give me one second i got I'll it pull it up i know you got I it got but it. i gotta show it you know
0: i'm getting. Got to oh, show yeah, the I people forget. i forget <laughs> Oh go gosh go now daddy basil is starting in the chat <laughs>
1: <laughs> see what you did to yourself that backfired know, that's what i get no daddy daddy fauci fellas <laughs> and ladies it's daddy fauci Okay. All on. right, here we
0: go. The article is titled Cleanse Portals. Ooh. That zap away germs with ultraviolet light are starting to appear as businesses begin to reopen amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Whoa. Cleanse portals, Gonzo. Yeah, it's gonna zap you. As cities across the U.S. have gradually begun reopening over the past several weeks, some venues are taking a new high-tech approach to getting rid of germs, zapping them away with ultraviolet light. Cleanse portals that get rid of bacteria (laughs) and viruses on surfaces are beginning to appear in places such as bakeries, homeless shelters, and offices. New York City's Magnolia Bakery announced last month uh, that it will... Sorry, that it was installing a portal made by a company called Health, Healthy, Health with an E, Healthy, that emits far UVC rays. The machine is capable of cleaning bacteria and viruses on skin, clothing, and goods in about 20 seconds, according to the company. Lars Eller of the Washington Capitals also donated one of Healthy's Cleanse Portals to a homeless shelter in Washington, D.C., and a digital marketing firm in Northern Virginia has also installed a germ-killing light portal. Germ-killing light portal. (laughs) That one's not even in quotes. They're just calling it a portal. they're just calling it. Yep. According to NBC. While UVC light is considered dangerous for use on people as it can damage eyes and skin, far UVC light, the type used in health use portal... Portals is said to be safe for humans far UVC rays aren't capable of penetrating the dead cell layer of human skin or the eyes, meaning it can't damage living cells in the body, according to the Columbia University Center for Radiological Research. There's been uncertainty as to whether such rays are powerful enough to kill coronavirus germs, but an upcoming paper published by the journal Scientific Reports said Far-UVC could eliminate 90% of coronaviruses in the air in about eight minutes, the Wall Street Journal reported. That's according to findings from David Brenner, the director of Columbia's Center for Radiological Research. The idea of using ultraviolet light for sanitation is far from a new concept. Hospitals and medical facilities have used the tech for sanitation purposes, and companies like Phone Soap (laughs) sell accessories (laughs) that resemble miniature tanning beds with the purpose of cleansing mobile devices. I've been getting um, the ads for that recently. It's like this little tanning bed you put your phone in and it kills the germs. Uh, Of course, the second you open it, all the germs get back on it. But that's besides the point. As businesses look to safely reopen amid the coronavirus pandemic, there's been an increased interest in sanitation machines that can cleanse services with UV light. In addition to far UVC portals like those made by Healthy Dental offices are considering the use of UV equipment to disinfect air surfaces and equipment, according to CNBC. Yeah, then it goes talks a little bit more about UV light, but there you go. We're gonna have cleansing portals. We're gonna have to walk through guns.
1: Yeah, it's another one of those pieces of technology for the Ronas. Yeah, that, uh, like the robot arm that can be replaced. They can replace the swab with a knife, and you know the AI can go haywire and like jab you in the throat. Uh-huh. This thing, all you got to do is like turn up the radiation level, and all the, you know you got zombies. Well,
0: the funny through, you know. thing is that <laughs> now I'm not a slight scientist or something, but <laughs> I don't know how strong this is, but it says eight minutes it takes uh, to kill the stuff in the air. That's far too long to like try to walk in a door. And then it says 20 seconds. Now think about 20 seconds. You're going to have to stand in this little portal thing. If you, are getting, you know, a good amount of people going into a building, 20 seconds per person walking through the door is insane. I mean, you think about the time it takes to walk in a door, maybe a half a second, maybe a second, maybe
1: maybe (laughs) one second.
0: Yeah. But if you, you know, have a public building or a business and somebody has to stand there for 20 seconds, it's going to take all day to get your people in there.
1: Oh, it's kind of like the TSA, same deal. But now you got, anytime you walk into a building, you got to get scanned. You probably have to hold up the the Illuminati triangle symbol, you know? (laughs) Remember how you had to do that in the...
0: That goes to the long-term breakdown of this, which is just like 9-11, you know, there was no TSA. There was no body scanning machines. And suddenly it became just a normal part of life. Now, hopefully, you know these cleansing portals don't become just a normal part of life. Every time you want to walk into a door, but you know, you never know which one of these things stick. Oh gosh. I got the, the show burps, the show (laughs) burps have have appeared again.
1: It's, it's eating that raw ramen earlier. It gets you (laughs) telling you, man, you got, I can feel it. I can feel it. (laughs) You're supposed to put water on the ramen. (laughs) Daddy Fauci's in the chat. We oh, got him. Oh, we got him. Awesome. Thank you,
0: Daddy Fauci. Thanks for following. <laughs> Portals equal hashtag Daddy Approved. <laughs> this one's for Daddy Fauci. <laughs> thanks, Daddy Fauci. <laughs> oh oh my, gosh. my gosh. Okay. You know, for a for a short show, a very
1: uh, very eventful one. Short show that's almost two hours long already. <laughs> I know. I know. We got uh, a. Speaking of
0: which. Oh, we yeah. got a
1: few minutes left. We got but, uh, a, yeah, we got a couple minutes so we can go here. Uh, let's do a couple of these interesting stories here. Let's do this one real quick. Space, space, wow. Space, space. Space, space. Space, space. Wanna go to space? What happened? Wanna go to space? I was what
0: happened? I, I was saying wow. I t- forgot I was saying it out loud, but um, the YouTube peeps are really pulling into the Twitch station here. So we'll we'll have to take one second at the end of the show and thank the new
1: uh, Twitch followers. Okay. Perfect. And I can't find the article. I I don't know what happened to all my tabs. This is like, I don't think people understand the tab situation of putting (laughs) these shows
0: together. So misunderstood, guys. Misunderstood.
1: Okay. Firstpost.com. Quantum state. Astronauts create exotic fifth state of matter on the International Space Station. This is cool. And it's not love. Love is not the fifth element. Okay. Astronauts on board the International Space Station have managed to create an exotic matter by using the microgravity of space. The study saw researchers generate the fifth state of matter, which is also known as Bose-Einstein condensates, condensates, BEC. These are created when a gas of bosons is cooled down nearly to absolute zero. According to a report in The Independent, at these extreme temperatures, matter begins to behave oddly and atoms become a single entity showing quantum properties. The report mentions that scientists have always hoped to use the Bose-Einstein condensates to... Am I saying that right? Condensates. Condensates. Yeah, Yeah. condensates to gain insight into quantum mechanics, but gravity has always been a deterring factor. This led researchers to send equipment known as the Cold Atom Lab to the International Space Station. New Scientist reports that Cold Atom Laboratory, Cal... Cal... Uh, was launched in the ISS in 2018 to investigate the Bose Einstein condensate. It reveals that the substance was first theorized uh, by Albert Einstein and Satyend- Satyendra Nath Bose in the early 1920s as the fifth state of matter. A report in space.com mentions Robert Thompson, a physicist at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena, saying that while researchers have created Bose-Einstein condensates using rubidium atoms. They eventually incorporate potassium atoms as well to find out what happens when two condensates intermingle. Thompson added that while earlier their m- major insights into the inner workings of nature have come from particle accelerators and astronomical observations, he believes that in the future, precision measurements using cold atoms will play an increasingly important role. The report stated that researchers using uh, by using the cold atom lab found they could increase the amount of time they can analyze these condensates to more than 1 second. Scientists would only have hundredths of a second, a uh, single second for the same task when performing the experiments on Earth, and the results of the study were published in June 11th of uh, the journal Nature. So there you go. They're, they're allegedly figuring some stuff out with the quantum levels in alleged outer space, or at least. Yeah. <laughs> alleged outer space. Alleged you know, space.
0: It's, uh, it's interesting because it's kind of like uh, how you can't imagine a color that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a different state of matter. What is that even like to come in contact with? Now, of course, they're, they're only able to keep this, uh, this fifth state active for about a second now that they got to do it out in zero gravity. Um, so who knows? Maybe they don't even really know, which I'm sure is the case because it's such new science. But man, a fifth
1: state, Gons. So what are we going to do with this? We're going to find love. <clears throat> Gonna, gonna use <laughs> love to solve solve the world's issues you've never seen the fifth element Come i've on.
0: seen the fifth element <laughs> Multipass? Um, uh. now along the same lines i'm gonna jump down just a little bit because i saw some people who were uh interested specifically well first of all uh yes we saw the the article about the you know, how they are assuming that there are at least 36 intelligent alien civilizations in our galaxy, says scientists. Uh, that's from Forbes. It's been all there over the is. place. Plenty of people yes. sent it to us. Um, you know, the the alien stories are a little tougher because they're almost never anything. <laughs> and this one also <laughs> isn't anything. It's just uh, yeah. scientific models, you know, the same types of models that uh, – Uh, You know, we're going to kill two million people with coronavirus that had to get walked back. So there's some scientific models um, that are thinking there's 36 intelligent alien life civilizations in uh, the Milky Way on their own. But that's okay. We're going to skip that story. That's you just need the headline. There you go. Computer models. Um, Now I'm heading down to ScienceAlert.com. Gons and the wow the, uh, the graphic at the top there makes me so dizzy in this virtual reality space so I'm going to try to get away from that the article is titled physicists have reversed time on the smallest scale using a quantum computer here we go very interesting mm. it's easy to take time's arrow for granted but the gears of physics actually work just as smoothly in reverse maybe that time machine is possible after all an experiment from 2019 shows just how much wiggle room we can expect when it comes to a distinguishing, uh, to distinguishing the past from the future, at least on a quantum scale. It might not allow us to relive the 1960s, but it could help us better understand why not. Researchers from Russia, it's the Ruskies, uh, and the U.S. teamed up to find a way to break or at least bend one of physics's most fundamental laws of energy. Second Russian collusion. Law- Russian collusion for time travel—that's oh the real gosh. collusion right here. Connect the dots. Scons. CNN was
1: right all along, folks, but they just weren't—they just weren't
0: on the right target. We got a Russian collusion and time travel. Researchers from the from Russia and the U.S. teamed up to find a way to break or at least bend one of physics' most fundamental laws of energy. The second law of thermodynamics is less a hard rule and more of a guiding principle for the universe. It says hot things get colder over time as energy transforms and spreads out from areas where it's most intense it's a principle that explains why our coffee won't stay hot in a cold room why it's easier to scramble an egg than to unscramble it and why nobody ever let you patent a perpetual motion machine It's also the closest we can get to a rule that tells us why we can remember what we had for dinner last night, but have no memory of next Christmas. Ooh. Mm. That law is closely related to the notion of the arrow of time that posits the one-way direction of time from the past to the future, said quantum physicist Gordy Lesovic uh, from the Moscow (laughs) Institute of Physics and Technology. Attention Collusion verified russian collusion virtually every other rule in physics can be flipped and still make sense for example you could zoom in on a game of pool and a single collision between any two balls won't look weird if you have happened to see it in reverse on the other hand if you watched balls roll out of the pockets and reform the starting pyramid it would be a sobering experience that's the second law at work for you On the macro scale of omelets and games of pool, we shouldn't expect a lot of give in the laws of thermodynamics, but as we focus in on the tiny gears of reality, in this case solitary electrons, loopholes appear. Electrons aren't like tiny billiard balls, they're more akin to information that occupies a space. Their details are defined by something called the Schrödinger equation which represents the possibilities of an electron's characteristics as a wave of chance. If this is a bit confusing, let's go back to imagining a game of pool. But this time, the lights are off. You start with the information, a cue ball in your hand. Why is the cue ball in your hand? I don't know. And then send it rolling across the table. The Schrodinger equation tells you that uh, that ball is somewhere on the pool table moving around at a certain speed. Okay, they're going to go really deep into this metaphor here. Um, Everybody should be aware of Schrodinger's equation. If you're not, there's another uh, rabbit trail for you to go down. Um, Scanning, scanning, scanning to see what the next important piece of information is. Mm, nope they just sort of end still talking about pool so long story short uh they were able to of course on a very very tiny scale watch time move in reverse being uh the uh, chaos turning into order right on its own which is uh opposite of what we're used to guns
1: if i had only. a couple yeah i had a couple things highlighted here all right and, tell me uh, about it it says uh so they the, the used, okay, I'll just read it here. Rather than patiently wait around and watch funding trickle away, the team used the undermined states of particles in a quantum computer as their pool ball and some clever manipulation of the computer as mm-hmm. their time machine.
0: Oh, no. It's all a simulation. Don't, no. We can't use any more simulations. They're useless. <laughs> Each of, these states, by now.
1: each of these states or qubits was arranged into a simple state which corresponds to a, ha- a hand holding the ball. Once the quantum computer was set into action, these states rolled out into a range of possibilities. By tweaking certain conditions in the computer setup, those possibilities were confined in a way that effectively rewound the Schrodinger equation deliberately. So, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, they kind of did it, but it's also like we tinkered with the equations and the nah, computers. That's how, and it, always like, yeah, yeah, that's how it always is. Yeah,
0: uh, that's how it always is. Show me the fail. proof. I will say I don't have the article right in front of me. I meant to put it in a show long ago, but this was a recent thing they discovered and I'll just walk through it real quick just while we're on the topic of uh, time travel and weird quantum stuff. Um, So the earth is being continually pelted with um, strange particles from space. Some of them can go through the earth and some of them cannot go through the earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're sort of exotic particles. Particles and rays that come from space. We don't know what they are or where they come from, but some can go through the Earth and some cannot. So, uh, through you know, so fancy uh, d- d- sciency detectors, you know, you can um, uh, 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 measure the particles blasting through the Earth, um, but this other type of particle does not go through the Earth. Well, recently. They discovered these particles, um, the the latter, the ones who cannot go through the earth, they discovered them cu- blasting out from the earth, uh, <laughs> meaning that uh, – th- well, their idea is that this is some type of time travel happening because there's no way oh. for these particles to go through the earth or, or be created from the earth. Um, so when they see them coming out of the earth – They think that they're particles moving backwards in time. There you
1: go. Fun thing. It's all uh, vibrations. God spoke it into existence. It's all just vibrating. He holds it together. It's all just him doing stuff. And maybe he's messing with the scientists. I would like to think (laughs) God messes with the scientists at the quantum level, you know? He's like, "Ooh, I'll show you this particle going backwards now." <laughs> he probably does. Much like the chat is screwing with me with
0: hashtag Daddy Basil. Um, <laughs> all right, Gons, we got about ten minutes until you got to get out of here. So hit us with that nephilim update, and uh, we will hit the end of show mix. Once we start the uh, once we start the the countdown for end of show, people don't leave because we've got a great uh, canary cry playlist coming up at the end. We've got some very talented people making songs for and about the show if you're a creative person songwriter musician person uh make a song about the show uh, about a topic on the show about uh daddy fauci about guns's uh, samurai warrior princess something like that and we'll play it at the playlist at the end of the show um so stick around but before that guns give us that nephilim update nephilim update nephilim update nephilim, nephilim,
1: nephilim
2: update, update. Nephilim
1: nephilim update. The sun.co.uk, our favorite source of information, Alien <laughs> Tracker. This eerie Google map reveal UFO and Bigfoot sightings in your area. Whoa. Yeah. A pair of free maps available via, via Google highlight mysterious UFO and Bigfoot sightings where you live. That's the user. The user-generated tools pinpoint reported encounters across the globe based on news reports spanning several decades. Hmm. And uh, there's this really kind of blurry, creepy picture of what allegedly is a Bigfoot.
0: Looks like a a stump to me.
1: Stump or or somebody that hasn't showered in a long time. (laughs) Hundreds of alleged Bigfoot and UFO sightings have hit headlines since the mid-20th century, though none are backed by irrefutable proof. And while scientists have widely denounced the observation as nonsense, reports have continued to pour in. The two sighting maps were were uploaded to Google My Maps, which lets users put together custom maps and share them on the web. And uh, yeah, okay, so there you go. You got some UFO sightings. The other side story that I wanted to mention here is um, one of our uh, listeners. I don't know if he's in the chat. I saw him in there earlier. Um, This is, uh, oh gosh, what was... uh, let me just try to find the, the username here. Uh, unlimited. Uh, let's see. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the uh, Oh, Hold on. This is great. I know. This is great. This is really good end of show. Incarnate right Unlimited. There we go. That's, yeah. that's what the, his username was. Incarnate Unlimited. He sent us a picture. Um, he said that his wife found uh, and sent this picture
0: Oh, the uh, Secret Service nephilim.
1: Secret Service nephilim. Yeah, he's, he's asking if this is a the Antichrist. Is it the Gaborim? Uh According to some people, this is a twelve foot tall individual. And if you look at the, if you if you're seeing this on the screen, uh, I guess this was the, I guess like a like a header that the uh, was used for uh, the official, uh, I think Twitter account of the White House or something. I can't remember what it was, the secret service maybe. Um, and I looked at it and certainly it does seem like there's a super tall guy standing in front of the airplane there.
0: Yeah. I spent and, some time looking at that. Uh, I i yeah. haven't come to a conclusion yet. looks like kind of, the, you know, with, with camera angles and perspective yeah. shifting and stuff like that. It's a little hard to tell, but it would not surprise me if uh secret service
1: had, uh, had had some Nephilim on the payroll some Nephilim. Yeah. I, and, and that's the thing. My first thought also was perspective and, or some kind of glitch cause it is kind of a grainy photo and maybe the, the you know, you can't really make out the legs if you look very closely. Um, but we'll leave the picture in the, uh, on the website, canary news So you guys can take a look for yourselves mm-hmm. and we, we've known that they've had super soldiers and stuff in the works for a long time and maybe uh maybe they've got one of them standing out here on the airplane, uh, certainly a uh, big, big, tall guy if he's at the same level as yep. uh, the reporters I mean, there but i don't
0: know if we want to get itself. into it here but maybe we'll we'll go a little bit deeper into it and put all the the photos up there because i know people want to know but if you go if you switch from picture to picture like one of them he looks super tall and his head comes up to a certain spot on the engine um, and then if you look on one of the other photos uh, other people's heads come up to the same spot on the engine, but he's standing in a different place and does look taller. So I can see how uh, it'd be some compelling pictures to try to, you know, do some forensic uh, stuff on, but who knows? Like I said, would not surprise me if we had some Nephilim on the payroll,
1: especially if uh, you've seen Trump's son, Have you seen how tall he's gotten. What do you mean?
0: Tall? He's gotten taller. He, oh my gosh.
1: You Which haven't seen son? the photos.
0: Which son are you talking about? Uh,
1: the, the little one Baron. Okay. He's got you three gotta sons. pull it up, man. All right. He's a
0: child and it's been four years,
1: of course. But he's, he's gonna a, grow But he's taller than Trump. Like he's taller than than the Don. Yeah, okay. I'll have to take a look at that. Oh I've yeah, I don't know, man. I think they I think they pushed some Nephilim. <laughs> I don't
0: know if I'm ready to say into, Baron Trump <laughs> is kidding. a Nephilim, but
1: <laughs> No, but he he has gotten way taller. It actually surprised me that some of the pictures of him.
0: Hey, you, um, did they got the they got that
1: White House uh you know, feed there Nephilim they're juice pumping into him. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm going to try to pull it up as oh we speak here so the chat can take a look at it. Because, oh uh, my gosh, okay. It lists him at 5'11", but I don't know. I, th- I think he's taller than that.
0: 5'11", that's pretty tall. Isn't he like 9? Well, I guess he would be 13 or no, something. he's now. older
1: now. One of the, yeah, so the most recent picture of him shows him, t- he looks taller than Trump. There was one in particular that I saw on Twitter that, that was very, maybe the angle of the photo or whatever, but mm-hmm. he's certainly getting tall and, and taller than the president and the first lady. Didi in the chat makes a good point. Melania's pretty tall. Melania's pretty tall, but she's also in high heels in the picture. Right? Oh, so here's, that's a good point. Here's one uh, I'll just throw in the chat, and I'll, I guess I'll maybe throw it in the, the website, uh, com to take a look. But, oh, yeah, wow, he
0: is tall. He has gotten much older. Yeah, if that's him, wow.
1: Yeah, well, four years. It's been four years. Yeah, know? four years so, for a for a he's, kid, he that's, went from big 13, 14 to now he's what, 18, something like that. So I don't remember. You're, you're gonna grow, certainly. Yeah, you're, gonna grow. you're gonna grow. Kids grow, man. This is one, you
0: learned it here first, folks.
1: <laughs> kids grow. Kids, kids keep growing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All, right, All right. Are you good? It. I'm good. I gotta get okay, out of
0: here. Okay, real quick, I wanna take a second and thank some of our uh, new Twitch followers. I'm just gonna run through it here, Gonzi. You ready? I got my dinger. We got Globe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Globe humper. Oh gosh! <laughs> Got Daddy Fauci. All right, Daddy Fauci. Mr. Made Tra- it. <laughs> Mr. Trash Wheel Basil Boat. <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand the reference, but I bet it's hilarious. Uh, Kefoannan. Ke- 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 kef- K You totally blew that one. I know. I'm sorry, Kefoannan. Uh, Mr. Laz twenty nine. San Fran, man, one. Gotta love it. Loralu, seven, seven,
2: seven.
0: Game Beano, four. Game Beano. Game Beano. And Atomic Wolf, 73. Thank you guys yeah. so much for following us on Twitch. Now, here's the thing. Remember, we are a value-for-value show, which means uh, we have eschewed the traditional uh, advertising revenue stream because it just doesn't seem right. That's what's wrong with the world today, and uh, we're trying to fight against that. So, if you believe that, if you consider yourself part of the Canary Cry tribe, and you want to, uh, you know, it takes a a village to raise a podcast, and if you want to help raise this podcast, you just head over to patreon.com slash CCNT for Canary Cry News Talk. That's Patreon.com/slash/ccnt. That is where you can show up, become a producer of the show, take some ownership, people, and don't just eat the pap that you're fed. Um, that's a great way to do it. But if you're not a fan of Patreon, that's okay. You, uh, we haven't, we have a solution for you. You can head over to CanaryCryRadio.com/slash/support.
2: Canary Cry Radio
0: that's right and there you have options for uh, PayPal you can sign up for a subscription to PayPal you can also if uh, commitment's not your thing you can make a one time donation through PayPal there as well uh, sorry no Venmo yet we'll be working on that but over on uh, Radio.com slash support you can also give some uh, cryptocurrency all sorts of fun ways to help out the show there please consider it see only way we can keep the show going uh, like I said Gonza's YouTube channel has been demonetized and he's got to make that money to keep all those babies alive so you can uh, <laughs> you can directly help Gons be a good father by uh, helping support the show there at patreon.com slash ccnt and canarycryradio.com slash support thank you very much for that now stick around we got the playlist coming uh, after the after we're out here but remember there's other ways to support the show if you uh, are a creative person if you make drawings if you are a graphic artist if you are uh, a sound person you can make jingles all sorts of stuff uh, make sure to do that and send it to us a lot of times we will uh, feature some artwork on our facebook or our newsletters and jingles and songs make it onto the show Uh, just remember the tips we gave you with the jingles keep it four or five seconds give it a little beat you know Make sure we're not going to get those copyright restrictions, but most of all, have fun with it. If you've been watching the show for a while, you know what we like. Just go for it. But if that's not your thing, you can also help out the show in a couple other ways that uh, are free, but yet still very helpful. You can leave a rating and a review. Remember, I got to remind remind you guys of this. If you miss a live show, we also have the podcast feed. The podcast feed has years and years and years of shows that you're going to want to catch up on. So go to your podcast player, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever, search Canary Cry Radio and Search Canary Cry News Talk. Two different shows, but subscribe to both. You're going to want to do that. If you miss a show, it'll pop up there the next day, so you won't miss a thing. Uh, so make sure to do that and leave a rating and a review wherever you listen. Um, that really helps uh, to tell the robots to share the show with other people. And the easiest way is you got those people in your life who are waking up and they need a little help. They're getting their, uh, they're getting their news from their Facebook stream And their mainstream media You just go ahead, walk right up to him, Grab him by the cage And shake it
2: The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted I want to shake things up Stir up some controversy Rattle a few cages Hey, stop that Don't ever silence me I'm the last angry man A crusader for the little guy Leave a bird alone Never Rattle a few cages the human race will have every opportunity to improve and if they don't ask noah
0: that's right Just ask Noah uh, Grab an episode Send a link Share with your friends Tell people about the show That's the best way To spread the word Help out the show And help wake up Those sleeping folks In your life there Okay Gons
1: uh, Just about to wrap up You got any last words there? A uh, quick shout out To Da Booth in on, on D-Live He's always oh, yeah. been in the, the comments And I uh, just wanted to give him A quick shout out so, good thank you, Jablis, for being, being in DLive. I think there's a couple people in there. Yeah, you guys yeah. are the best.
0: Okay. Very good, everybody. Now, remember, we will be back on Wednesday with a whole nother show and uh, more hours and hours of fun for you. So, remember, head over to twitch.canarycryradio, sign up, follow us there, Twitch you'll get a shout TV. out.
1: Twitch.tv slash
0: CanaryCryRadio. Okay, twitch.tv slash CanaryCryRadio. Follow us there. We'll be back on Wednesday. Remember us for then, people. But until then, remember to think outside the cage.
1: I want to shake things up, I want to shake things up, shake things up.
2: Leave the bird alone. I want to stir up some controversy. I want to rattle a few cages. I want to rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, oh, oh I am the last angry man. You'll never silence me. I'm, I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati tell
0: you a story about Mr. Vink in his basement. One night he contemplated with his guitar, found a melody to sing to, and he started questioning what's been hiding under
2: his bed. Mr. Mr. Go Man Man, what's your secret, what's your
0: Are you lying, Mr. Government Man.
2: There's a situation. What's the situation? Got a revelation. Jesus gonna come down from the heavens. there's a fucked down in the state of Denmark. Do you smell that Machine. Welcome, my soul. Welcome to the machine. Where have you been? It's alright, we told you where you've been. Crazy people walk around with blood in their eyes. And all she wants to do is they. While I'm to wavers who ain't afraid to die And you all she wants to live is dance I'm all for dancing in a face of danger First I gotta know where I stand Do you know where you stand? On the sunny side Keep on the sunny side Help us every day It'll brighten all our ways Keep on the sunny side As Mr. Banks In the, the future, humans will be confined in a people's zoo People. I'll keep you safe and The camera's on.